To show you how easy it is to file a claim with GEICO, we hired fitness celebrity Billy Blanks. Okay, everybody, our car just got a broken windshield. How about we blow off some steam? Now punch, now kick. Uh, Mr. Blanks, there's no need to be stressed. GEICO makes it easy to file a claim online, on the app, or over the phone. Yeah, but what if I never hear back? That's going to make me want to go jab and jab. Uh, nope. Your GEICO claims team is always there for you. Okay, do I still get my post-workout protein shake? Sure, Billy. GEICO, great service without all the drama. Blog Talk Radio.
You're listening to Dr. Robert X Form by way of Truth to Power, and my name is Beverly. And Dr. X is cracking open the beast code. So we started yesterday, and we are continuing breaking that beast code today. My Hotel, Dr. Robert X, how are you doing this evening? Hotel, Sister Bear, Hotel family, better okay. love. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just perplexed there. I hate that mm-hmm. word, but I'm going to use it. <laughs> okay. Okay. I am perplexed. Uh, I didn't know that Sidney Powell had been kind of sit to the side a little bit here, huh? Yeah, but it's a strategy move. It's not what the media right. is saying. Now, now she, see, when she was with them, she had restrictions on her. Now she don't right. have those restrictions on her. Well, I found that out last night after I got off, and uh, as I understand it, uh, they're getting ready okay. to unleash the Kraken tomorrow. Oh yes, Pub- they want it to be public. Well, they, they take this it is, you talking about? The, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I'm listening. I want to hear what you're saying. Are you talking about the hearing or yeah the? Are you talking about the hearing? Yeah, they're supposed to be public tomorrow. What you talking okay. about? Okay. Uh, I'm talking about the uh, the filing tomorrow by mm-hmm. uh, by Powell mm-hmm. and Lynn Wood. Mm-hmm. They're supposed right. to unleash the Kraken tomorrow. Public hearing is just going to lay the groundwork for the Supreme Court, because listen, I want the family to understand. Don't think that the the Supreme Court exists in a vacuum. They're very much aware of everything that's going on out here. They don't live in no bubble. I mean, relatively speaking. And don't think for one moment that they're not aware of what the Democrats have been doing in terms of violating the law. We just had four years of every time you turn around, they're going to the Supreme Court for something that Orange Man pushed that was totally constitutional. Don't think any of that is lost on what happened to the little white girl. Uh, what, what did we decide to call her? Betty Which Crocker? Time? Who are we talking about? Oh, the, the Supreme judge, Court. judge they got up there? Yes. Yeah, we, did, did we say we were going to call her Betty Crocker? Right. And Opie, her and Opie up there. Exactly. You probably don't know who don't. Opie is. The old folks do. <laughs> well, hey, uh, Andy <laughs> Mayberry. That's yeah. I can do. Okay? But don't think what those two people went through just gets thrown out the window. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because we are basically talking things that have taken place in the last couple of years. Don't think any of that is lost on them uh, in the treatment that they've received at the hands of the Democrats. Okay? So now, something else, Bear. Um, Wow, I don't even know how to say this. Okay. Because you know what? You and I have been wondering why is Orange Man so laid back? Right. Playing a lot of golf. 
Yeah, that's kind of that ain't his character. Mm-hmm. That's just not him. Something else is going on, and that's why I say January twentieth. I expect him to be inaugurated in the White House, as Pompeo said, grinning. Like he knew something already too, right? Yeah. He said, we're getting prepared for the transition into the second term of Orange Man. Yeah. I heard him. Yeah. And I'm saying, what is he smiling about? What is all that about? And I ain't going to even go back to the eight years, according to Steve Pachinik, eight more years. Uh, and other things that are on my radar, radar that I probably haven't even mentioned. But I did get a chance for about the last 45 minutes to kind of check a couple of the websites that I normally go to. And man, oh man, I got a bomb dropped on me. I got a cracking. You got a cracking? I got a cracking <laughs> dropped on me, man. This was a monster. Okay. And I heard it from two different. When I heard it from one website, I said, "Let me rush over here and see what they got to say about this." Neither one of them are affiliated with each other, and I don't know how they know because they both tell the story in different ways, but the outcome is the same. Here's the deal. The Justice Department, as we well know, has had Hunter Biden under investigation for quite some time. Exactly. And from what I understand, they now have the documentation for the wire transfers of the payoffs to both Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. I believe that. And the Justice Department is getting ready to arrest him. Which one? Them. Both of them? That's why Both I of them. Say, you can't do one without the other. Because he, he's a national security threat. Exactly. How are you going to be president? This, Joe going to be president? This is coming from the national security and the justice department. And, I, I you know, again, I wondered why. Maybe I missed it because I know mm-hmm. for the last week I've been kind of disconnected reading all of this stuff. I told you I used, Mm -hmm. I'm on my third cartridge in 10 days. Mm. That's how much stuff I got here in front of me here. I wonder why I haven't heard anything from Barr. Right. Outside of right after the election, he announced that they were going to be doing some investigations into vote fraud or voting irregularities, whichever term you choose to use. Mm-hmm. And then I hear this today And I said whoa Whoa And what's going to happen Is that the electoral college Is automatically going to put Orange man back in office Exactly Now I haven't and done I just... any follow up mm-hmm. Go ahead Bear. Mm-hmm I was just looking too at uh, what is the value tainment. I don't know if you ever look at him, 
But he has some very no, I, interesting. I know what you're talking okay. about. Yeah. And so it was this guy on there. He used to he used to work for CNN and been on 60 Minutes. But he he an insider. And so he asked mm-hmm. him who who is the other? You know, he was telling you with Nancy how she got her money. He was telling you the different politicians how you know how crooked they are. And he asked him yeah. out of all the politicians which one is the is the num is the head is the head most crooked in all of them. Now I thought he was gonna say the Clintons. He said Biden is first and the Clintons is second. I, I would agree with that. And I'll tell you why. Because Biden was a CIA operative specifically specifically dealing with China going all the mm-hmm. way back to the seventies. And we're gonna kinda deal with that tonight. And he's been let's just say he's a part of the global rule by the British British Crown. Those are the people who basically ran the fake Trump Russia uh operation. Right. And as we pointed out, they're also the people behind the attempted takedown of Orange Man now. I mean, that was a part of it, too. But we've got this character, uh, Malik Brown, that's directly connected to George Soros and the Open Society being a major player in this whole computer takedown operation. See, there are a lot of moving parts here. But something just never fit right with me, Bear. That's why I haven't moved off of Orange Man occupying that seat again on January 20th. Mm-hmm. I don't see Joe Biden in that seat, period. I don't see it. I just thought that that was quite interesting. And the thing we're going to deal with tomorrow in a little bit more detail than we have, you know, I've been consistently saying that Antifa is the Old Testament. Exactly. Well, they come out today and make an announcement because we talked about this uh, last night. Where mm-hmm. are they? How come we haven't seen them? If they, you know, wanted to beat up some white men, they had damn near me and them in D.C., Last weekend, I ain't seen no Antifa until they they managed to get a hold of two or three stragglers after the main body of people had left. Right. Go ahead, Ben. No, I say you're right. Right. So I've been kind of wondering, where are they? I thought they, you know. They wanted to beat up some fascists. Well, you had a million of them. You could ch- pick your choice. But I, get, I think it's as you said. The militias, uh, which have been growing extremely powerful since the Democratic Party allowed open warfare on the police, they've joined with the militias. A lot of them. Not all of them but a lot of them. And we've seen that. I mean, it ain't like they hadn't it. 
some real interesting things are about to take place here, family. And it just goes back. See, I can't see nothing being orderly in 2020 because nothing has been orderly in 2020. And if anything has been orderly, I wish somebody would tell me because I haven't seen everything is chaos. From the beginning of the year to now, it started with impeachment. And look at where we are getting ready to turn the page on 2020. Now, I ain't going to even mention because I can't. They found an obelisk in the middle of the desert. I think it was in Utah. Did you see that, Bear? No, I didn't see that. Bear, it looks look it, it looked exactly like something out of 2001, the Space Odyssey, when the apes touched the black obelisk. Thing is in the middle of the desert, in between some boulders that was only seen by helicopter, and don't nobody know how it got there. It weighs tons. And this thing was supposed to be steel. But I, I don't want to go there because that's that's too that's kind of spooky. When you see it, it's really spooky. And I, I think I think it was in the desert. Just a Google family, if you haven't seen it, obelisk found in desert. Okay? Now, I, I, I said last night that I was going to do two things today, neither of which have anything to do with what we're really going to deal with tonight. But... On the other hand, both of them have everything to do with what we're going to deal with tonight. In the first one, I had to go back and try to find it because, of course, as I stated last night, YouTube took it down. Not only did YouTube take that down, but I also found out today that they're trying to remove Alternative Republican media like Newsmax, um, One American Network, I think that's O-A-N-N, they're trying to get them deplatformed. What does that mean? What these people are saying is, They don't want to have any competition because both of these alternative media sources catering to the Republicans uh, have shown to be competition to the fake news media, particularly since Fox has been revealed for what it is, controlled opposition. So they're trying to take them down, period. Bear, I can't tell you how right on point you was uh, in playing that song uh, by Omar. There's absolutely nothing like this. I know it. I don't ever remember seeing anything like this. 
So I looked around and I found the video on an alternative website. That's why alternative websites are so important. Because if YouTube takes stuff down before you can get it and download it to your particular website uh, where it doesn't necessarily uh, have to be shown by way of YouTube, you will never see certain stuff. They took this dude down. I didn't know anything about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to play for the family, as I said last night. And then we're going to go into the Obama piece that I also mentioned last night, because I want people to hear uh, just a small part of this autobiography by David Barrow that's, that was over a thousand pages long dealing with Barack Obama. And again, I haven't read the book. This is just an overview by the Daily Mail. But if the book has other details in it, then I guarantee you it had to deal with those black homosexuals that end up dead that was either poking or getting poked by Barack Obama. And they protect him, even in the article. So I know the book protects him. All right, because the things that I know about that dude, again, I haven't read the book, but I'm going out on a limb and and understanding that uh, David Barrow basically is an establishment writer. Okay? So anyway, we, we get to that. We get to that. I want the family to hear this doctor talking about coronavirus. And let me add this. Yesterday, uh, there was a story where a U.K. judge, uh, a British uh, uh, member of their Supreme Court, came out and said that the moves that the government is making in Britain are aligned with totalitarianism and is way overboard. Maybe it's starting to set in because all hell is breaking loose all over Europe. I don't know if the family is aware of this. I don't know if the mainstream media is talking about it. I do know that most of the mainstream media that I go to are not talking about it. They're all talking about the election. And I'm kind of perplexed because the beginning of the nationalist movement outside of Putin started right here in this country with Orange Man. He's the genesis of the nationalist movement. And nationalists don't go down with no whimper. Okay? So understand, family, when when we talk Canada, we're really talking about the crown. Okay, that's still a subsidiary of the British Empire, wholly owned by the Queen Bitch. So let me play this piece, because Canada is every bit as draconian in a quiet way as this country. So check this out, family. You'll find it quite interesting. Uh, Mr. Chairman, this is Dr. Hawkinson. I just want to let you know, standing by. Oh, okay. Well, we would love to hear from you. 
coming from in terms of its knowledge base in all of this. I'm a medical specialist in pathology, which includes virology. I trained at Cambridge University in the UK. I'm the ex-president of the pathology section of the Medical Association. I was previously an assistant professor in the Faculty of Medicine doing a lot of teaching. I was the chairman of the Royal College of Physicians of Canada Examination Committee in Pathology in Ottawa. But more to the point, I'm currently the chairman of a biotechnology company in North Carolina selling a COVID-19 test. And I might, you might say I know a little bit about all of this. Just to reiterate, because i got to get some more speakers here. I think I've kind of busted my speakers. He just said he's the CEO of the corporation in North Carolina that's producing the COVID-19 test kit. Let's, let's keep going. The bottom line is simply this. There is utterly unfounded public hysteria driven by the media and politicians. It's outrageous. This is the greatest hoax ever perpetrated on an unsuspecting public. There is absolutely nothing that can be done to contain this virus other than protecting older, more vulnerable people. It should be thought of nothing more than a bad flu season. This is not Ebola. It's not SARS. It's politics playing medicine, and that's a very dangerous game. There is no action of any kind needed other than what happened last year when we got ourselves unwell. We stayed home, we took chicken noodle soup, we didn't visit Granny, and we decided when we would return to work. We didn't have anyone need anyone to tell us. Masks are utterly useless. There is no evidence base for their effectiveness whatsoever. Paper masks and fabric masks are simply virtue signaling. They're not even more effective than most of the time. It's, it's utterly ridiculous seeing these unfortunate, uneducated people, I'm not saying that in a purchaser sense, seeing these people walking around like lemmings, obeying without any knowledge base to put the mask on their face. Social distancing is also useless because COVID is spread by aerosols, which travel 30 meters or so before landing. Enclosures have had such terrible unintended consequences. They should be, everywhere should be open tomorrow, as was stated in the Great Barrington Declaration that I circulated prior to this meeting. And a word on testing. I do want to emphasize that I'm in the business of, te of testing for COVID. I do want to emphasize that positive test results do not, underlined in neon, mean a clinical infection. It's simply driving public hysteria, and all testing should stop unless you're presenting to hospital with some respiratory problem. All that should be done is to protect the vulnerable and to give them all in the nursing homes that are under your control. Give them all three to 5,000 international units of vitamin D every day, which, is, which has been shown to radically reduce the likelihood of infection. And I would remind you all that using the province's own statistics, the risk of death under 65 in this province is one in 300,000. One in 300,000. You've got to get a grip on this. The scale of the response that you're undertaking with no evidence for it is utterly ridiculous given the consequences of acting in a way that you're proposing. 
all kinds of suicides, business closures, funerals, weddings, etc., etc. It's simply outrageous. It's just another bad flu. And you've got to get your minds around that. Let people make their own decisions. You should be totally out of the business of medicine. You've been led by, down the garden path by the chief medical officer of health of this province. I'm absolutely outraged that this has reached this level. It should all stop tomorrow. Thank you very much. Well, thank you for that. Again, uh, hopefully all layers of government are listening. Uh, we have the least amount of influence, but we definitely appreciate everything you just had to say. Okay, so... Um, I think that's referred to as a mic drop. He it was takes a, a few muscle, minutes. So he, he was a little muffled. So basically, he was saying this is a, a cold. He said it's nothing more than a flu. Mm-hmm. I, I hope you li- you heard his credentials. I only highlighted one of them. You don't get any higher in the medical community, particularly in the area of virology, the study of viruses, than this dude. That's why you didn't hear a peep out of any of them people, okay? Because they know who he is. His video was taken down off YouTube or yesterday. Now, I just want people to understand what we're dealing with here. This entire thing, all of it, the politics, uh, the, the medical community, is all one big lie. All of it. It's all a big lie. And what's really interesting to me, everywhere you look, everywhere you turn, is being driven by media. That's what he just said. And guess what? He's not alone. What? He's not alone. Okay? Now, I mentioned this, I think, a week or two ago. And I knew uh, this may have went over some people's heads as well. Uh, I hope that it didn't. Uh, but then Brother Derek sent me um, an update on this guy. I'm trying to pull him up here now. But I mentioned that he was a CEO, a former CEO of Pfizer. And he came out and said, pretty much what this doctor just got through saying. And what it points to is the media, none of this, all of this hysteria, all of the lies is all being perpetrated by the media. None of it could take place without the media. It's not the politicians as much 
as it's the media And it has nothing to do with what I feel, Sister Bev, or what you feel. But when you start hearing all these highly accredited people in their fields of study, all pointing to the media, and we tend to give it credibility, It should make all of us step back and take a look at this thing for what it really is. Okay, I'm not sure uh, how many people are. Okay, I, I have no way of really gauging that outside of the places where I go. Um, but it's all a fraud, all of it. All of it, the politicians. Go ahead, Bill. Look at the people that have lost their business, their life savings. I I got family, some family members that scared to come to Thanksgiving dinner because of all of this. Now, just think about that. That couldn't have come from anywhere but the media. That fear couldn't have come from anywhere but the media. Where else did it come from? No no doctors or politicians is walking up to people's homes, knocking on their doors, saying, put on a mask. It's coming from one place. Now, this dude is the former chief science officer for Pfizer. Now, just understand this, family. Pfizer is the the corporation, part of the big pharma construct that just came out with the so-called virus immediately, I mean, with the vaccine immediately after the election. And now they're talking about it has a 90 to 95% efficacy. But understand, family, those numbers are based on no testing. Who did they, or what did they test it on? The answer is no one, to any degree. So all of a sudden, after the election, they come down with the so-called vaccine, and then another one right behind that one, right? This former chief science officer is saying that the pandemic is over. Well, damn. We said that back around October or September. I'm not sure which, but we said it was over. And I couldn't find the video, but I have a video with another extremely prominent, way up there, professional Okay, who just like this last doctor that I just played pointing out that the masks are utterly ridiculous as is so-called social distancing. He got all the credentials, all of them. Wait a minute. 
How many credentials do Bill Gates have? Oh, that's right. He's like me. He's a college dropout. Oh, I almost forgot. Listen to the listen to the scientists. Ain't that what they say? That's what they say. I'm saying listen to the right scientists. When you remove people from the discussion, there is no debate. If you notice, Bear, they never debate any of these people. Can't well, have they can't that. do that. Nope. Of course. Look, they never isolated the protein for the virus. There's no way in hell they can say you got the virus. Based on what? It's all fear. It's all fear. There was no Joe Biden campaign. It was all media-driven, constant fear. Orange man bad. It is utterly unbelievable. Because there are other things going on behind the scenes. That's why I found... Uh, what I found out this evening, no, not more than 30 minutes before we came on air, with them talking about Biden getting arrested, extremely interesting. Okay? But remember, Bear, mm-hmm. one of the, or part of the residue from the hammer, right, mm-hmm. was the fact that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden have been monitored since 2003, everything that they've done. So they got everything. Everything. And you don't even have to worry about Tyrone Biggums because he a crackhead. So you know his business in the street. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm looking at all of this, the, the the degeneracy of these people. See, it wouldn't be so bad if they were just crooked politicians. But these people are the bottom of the barrel. And it's just like you said, uh, the program you were listening to, the guy said, who was the crookedest politician? He said Biden. I'm waiting for him to say to Hillary, the Clintons, and he said Biden is number one and the Clintons is number two. I'm going to start this off a little bit differently tonight, but I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to do this. But let me, because I go with the flow. I'm often interrupting Mm -hmm. my own flow of things, uh, so people can really get a good idea. I'm going to put this Barack Obama piece on hold here for a second. Uh, But just in case, family, uh, the title of the article is Obama's Sex and Drugs Past Laid Bare in New Biography. This is a biography, meaning he talked with Obama and friend to write this book. Okay? 
is from the Daily Mail, is dated May the 3rd, 2017. So this is not long after he got out of office. What a, what a dude. What, what a dude. Now, I want you to understand, because all of this goes back to the media. They gave you a false sense of security, right, with what was Obama's mantra? Something about change. Well, that was one of them, but the original one was the the audacity of hope. Mm. The audacity of hope. Okay? So, well, why did he pick <laughs> this criminal... Joe Biden. The number one. Not number two. Yeah. Number one. Out of all and the, the guy who's ho- in Washington. And you would think, Bev, that this so called brilliant black man would at least look into the background of Joe Biden before he made a pick or or did he really pick him? He didn't pick him. You see? And that becomes crystal clear, right? And it's apparent that that's why he was out there campaigning for Biden because he was told to do so. Get your ass out there. Of course, he said that he felt that Joe Biden shouldn't even run. Exactly. Does he know? That was early in this year. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm... If you listen to the media, you would think none of this ever happened. But we know better. Let's take a look at who Joe Biden really is. This is from, uh, and I haven't used this guy in a long, long time. This is from Rents.com. Okay, Jeff Rents. But the, the article is by Yoshi Shimatsu. Yoshi Shimatsu. The title of the article is Biden is a brutal enforcer of the Jesuit Illuminati globalist warmongers. Biden is a brutal enforcer of the Jesuit Illuminati globalist warmongers. Remember now, family, the Illuminati, the Jesuits, are running the Vatican, right? Which is why Vagano, Archbishop Vagano, has written a series of letters to Trump letting him know that the same fight you got in the political realm, he and his forces have in the Vatican. We read, I think, maybe two of those over the last few months, two of his transmissions directly to Trump. Okay? Now, what Vagano won't say, just like what I know Trump ain't going to say, because Trump is an ally uh, in large part with the state of Israel. That's a fact. Okay? And for me, that's literally like sticking your head in the mouth of the lion. 
Yes. All right. <clears throat> now, let's go to this article. And here's what they say. And of course, I'm always uh, editing these things, so I'm miss. I'm on the second page here. For those of you who choose to pull it up, and here's what they say. They say American values are being killed off, not just by the infection rate or digital sloth or mindless arson, but more from the unrelenting intent by our worst sworn enemy as astutely predicted by the Marquis de Lafayette. Quote, it's my opinion that if the liberties of this country, the United States of America, are destroyed, it will be by the subtlety of the Roman Catholic Jesuit priests, for they are the most crafty, dangerous enemies to civil and religious liberty. Now, I got to stop right there. Well, let me let me go on and finish this paragraph. They say they have instigated most of the wars of Europe. So what's it have to do with Joe Biden, a member in good standing in the Knights of Malta, servant of the Illuminati order of the British Empire, and Jesuit CIA spy? Nothing to a mind-controlled clone everything if one happens to be a patriot. Now, they say, wait a minute. Joe Biden is a member in good standing in the Knights of Malta? And he's a servant of the Illuminati? Wait a minute. The Illuminati was started by Adam Weishaupt in Bavaria, Germany. And he was, in fact, Jewish. Okay? In place, along with other Jews who converted to Catholicism, or did they? But see, history is littered with people who you thought were one thing, and you're going to see what I mean tomorrow. Uh, 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 when we get into Jewish Arabs, are they Arab Jews? Well, we'll get into it tomorrow when we get into Antifa. So now let's keep going here. They say briefly, the objective of the objective of the Biden vote buying operation is World War Three starting with a NATO assault against Russia. In short, a revival of the eastward expansion policy of the Clinton era. The effectiveness of drones against battle tanks is seen by agency technicians as enabling at last the technical means to defeat Russian armored forces. The deeper motive involves the historical drive of the Jesuits. And again, when I hear that term, the Jesuits, I cannot divorce myself from two groups, the Masonic Order and Old Testament, because Adam Weishaupt and many others 
in the Illuminati were Old Testament. Okay? They go on to say, the deeper motive involves the historical drive of the Jesuits as led by Jesuit-trained intel execs like Bill Donovan, Bill Casey, James Jesus Angleton, and uh, they say Dulles, but I'm going to say Alan Dulles. Uh, let's just say both of the Dulles brothers, okay, uh, whose jobs were to exterminate the Orthodox Church in Russia. They were all Jesuits, okay? And I'm going to tell you, because I've uh, done uh, quite a bit of research over the years into all of these guys. While Bill Donovan comes out the OSS, as does Bill Casey and James Jesus Angleton. Okay, and for that matter, so does Dulles. They were at the very beginning of the founding of the CIA. <clears throat> the thing that's running a lot of the operations, the direct operations, to take down Orange Man, but they're getting orders from the Crown. And remember, I told you, family. You don't take out no president of no country unless it's sanctioned by the crown. Now, that lets you know how deep the Kennedy assassination really goes and why certain documents to this day ain't been released, all right, held on to by the CIA. They go on to say, uh, but they were to exterminate the Orthodox Church of Russia, which has lasting ties with the churches of the East, including those ancient faith communities in the Aramaic-speaking region of Jesus of Galilee. The Vatican's sectarian vendetta that began with the Great Schism has since morphed into an unholy alliance with the Habsburg Empire, Family, if you don't know about the Habsburgs, you need to. All right? Uh, that's one of the families you have to study if you want to understand the real roots of the power that exists today. Okay, by the way, the Habsburg family crest, the symbol that identifies them, is the double headed eagle. That's right. That same double-headed eagle that you see in a lot of the Masonic literature, okay? And, watch this family, just happens to be the most recognizable symbol in Russia to this day. It is the double-headed eagle. Well, what is the relationship between that double-headed eagle, the Masons, and Russia? Let's keep going. Okay, so they say the Vatican sectarian vendetta that began with the Great Schism has since morphed into unholy alliances with the Habsburg Empire, its Frankish Jewish spies, the Rothschild Illuminati, and institutionalized by the Society of Jesus, IHS, the Jesuits. The, here's the thing that ties them all together. Every single one of these families that they mention or organizations in terms of the Illuminati are all Old Testament. That's the key. Okay? 
So when I hear people say the Jesuits, one of the mistakes that we make is not putting in, in place the Old Testament. Uh, I, I hesitate to say foundation, but let's just say institutionalization in terms of the Jesuits. You cannot discount that. Okay? They say for agnostics and non-Christians, it's sufficient to realize that the concentration of secular and military power by manipulative pseudo-religious fanatics perverting the mass media, AI and chipping tech is completely unacceptable and the Biden cabal must be stopped by the appropriate means in every situation. AI and chipping tech completely unacceptable. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me already they're saying Biden uh, is down with AI and chipping being and chips being put into people already? Where did that come from? Ain't that hmm. the fascination? The shots they want to give everybody? Bingo, but how do they know already that that's what Biden wants to do? Hmm. Maybe it's because of stuff like this, once you understand. Let me let me see if I can pull this up here. Uh Ah, here we go. Yeah, this one this one will suffice. Uh, let me see. I was thinking that there's another one I have here, I'm sure. Okay, we'll go with this one. <clears throat> this is from uh, Summit News. Great Reset. Mastermind suggests risk risk assessment brain scans before allowing travel. Okay. This is Paul Joseph Watson's uh, one of uh, Alex Jones acolytes. Uh, Here's what he says in the article. Great reset mastermind Klaus Schwab suggests draconian measures for controlling the population under the umbrella of the fourth industrial revolution, including risk assessment brain scans to cross borders and implantable chips to read people's thoughts. Schwab has repeatedly emphasized how technocrats need to take advantage of the coronavirus pandemic to implement the Great Reset a sentiment echoed by Canadian Prime Minister. Now, keep in mind, family, Canada is part of the crown, okay? Uh, Echoed by Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau during a recent UN video conference. But the Great Reset isn't just about restructuring the economic system, implementing a Green New Deal, making more jobs, fully automated and lowering energy consumption and living standards, there's also a policing aspect to the agenda. That agenda is explicitly detailed in Schwab's three books, The Fourth Industrial Revolution, 
Shaping the Future of the Fourth Industrial Revolution, A Guide to Building a Better World, COVID-19, The Great Reset. COVID-19, The Great Reset. That's his last book where he lays all this stuff out. And I've heard people quoting from the book specifically. Okay? They say Schwab notes that the use of technology to conduct mass surveillance and tracking of the population runs counter to healthy open societies, yet presents it in a positive light anyway. Quote, it's from the book. As capabilities in this area improve, the temptation for law enforcement agencies and courts to use techniques to determine the likelihood of criminal activity, uh, assess guilt, or even possibly retrieve memories directly from the people's brains will increase. Uh, this suggests minority report style pre-crime programs. They go on to say the globalist goes beyond the mandating of, of vaccine certificates to travel, suggesting that, quote, even crossing a national border might one day involve a detailed brain scan to assess an individual's security risk, unquote. He also makes clear implantable microchips will be the cornerstone of a transhumanist agenda that will merge man with machine. Again, this is coming from the book. Today's external devices, from wearable computers to virtual, virtual reality headsets, will almost certainly become implantable in our bodies and brains, unquote. Quote, active implantable microchips that break the skin barrier of our bodies will change how we interface with the world and force us to question what it means to be human, unquote. They say, such technology could also facilitate the expression of, quote, potentially unexpressed thoughts or moods by reading brain waves and other signals, unquote. Swab suggests the population could be encouraged to adopt brain reading chips as part of a business model that involves someone, quote, trading access to his or her thoughts for the time-saving option of typing a social media post by thought alone. Back in the day, we referred to being able to access the computer with your mind through something that was called the Soul Catcher chip. That's way back in the early 90s. So now here we are 30 years later, and they have taken it out of the media and are getting ready to implement it in real time. Okay? So I just wanted to put that on the table to add a little more context to what this article is saying about our good friend Tokyo. I'm sorry. Uh, our good buddy, old Joe. What do Orange Man call him? Sleepy Joe. So when they say, Nothing uh, 
What does all this got to do with anything? They say nothing to a mind-controlled clone. Everything is what happens to be a patriot. They say, briefly, the objective of the Biden vote-buying operation is blah, blah, World War III, et cetera. They go on to say, uh, uh, they talk about the four uh, families or houses, all right, the Habsburg, the Frankish Jewish spies, uh, uh, the Rothschilds and the Illuminati, uh, and, of course, the Society of Jesus or the Jesuits. They say for agnostics and non-Christians, it's sufficient to realize that the concentration of secular and military power by manipulative pseudo-religious fanatics perverting the mass media, AI, and chipping tech is completely unacceptable, and the dividing cabal must be stopped by the appropriate means in every situation. In this geopolitical perspective, the Biden's intrigues in Ukraine figure massively in the Jesuit NATO preparations for a coming invasion of Russia, Belarus, and Central Asia. And when that bloody work is done, Iran and China before victory in World War III is declared. Okay? By whoever is left standing. For Christians, only one word is needed to describe this looming age of evil, that being Antichrist, which translates to the secularist as a big bad apple. Okay? They go on to say, here are other points that should encourage a serious and thorough investigation into election fraud by the Jesuit-controlled Biden-Pelosi criminal cabal. Young Joseph Robinette Biden cut his teeth as a CIA recruit during the late 1960s on a secret mission to the Red Guards base on the Tian Shan Mountains of Xinjiang, China, to monitor Soviet nuclear blasts at the nearby Semipalantinsk test site. During the Sino-Soviet split, that's, that Sino-Soviet split was when the United States began to make incursions into China and promised to build up their economic engine, which they did, okay? At that point, the Soviet Union, because this is still behind the Iron Curtain, okay, and all their allies, even though China uh, was basically being supported by the United States government, Mao Zedong uh, was just like Fidel Castro. All right, he was an ally of the beast, and then he split with them. Okay? Just in case you didn't know, the roots of Fidel Castro is in the CIA. These things keep happening over and over. So they say during the Sino-Soviet split, the CIA links with PLA chief, the People's Liberation Army, Lynn, P- Lynn Pio, 
were conducted through a Jesuit-created Maoist cult called the Progressive Labor Party, comprised of brain-damaged victims of the MKUltra program. Biden soon thereafter returned to China as a freshman senator fronting for the CIA. As it turns out, the airplane escape of the infamous leftist Lin Pio to evade arrest in Beijing was not toward the Soviet Union as in the official claim, but as revealed to me recently by a military intelligence officer actually destined for Alaska. The CIA and the Red Guard were partners in war crimes by then, involved in looting and sabotaging Chinese cargo trains loaded with war material destined for North Vietnam. The Sino-CIA relationship survived Lin Pio as the Soviet split continued to widen, culminating in their joint support for the Vatican's warlord, uh, Joseph Zavimbi, in the Angola Wars, which killed more than two million civilians. Thus, the China link goes much deeper than Bagman Hunter Biden's lobbying for Beijing on Capitol Hill, which was just a small part of the funding flow from Beijing to Langley as an IOU to the CIA. And now you can see, family, in this election, the CIA is working directly with uh, China, okay? Uh, And you can find that information in the fact that the Chinese were allowed to buy advertising time in mainstream media, which is really CIA. Facebook is CIA. Okay? Twitter is CIA. CNN is CIA. Fox News is CIA. When you get a chance, family, I told you yesterday about Tucker Carlson trying to become a a member of the CIA. I don't know if he actually got in uh, on the download, but I do have the article that shows that he applied to become an agent. I can tell you point blank that that other white boy, uh, what's his name, Bear? I know you're talking about I'm looking right at them. They come on after each other. Sean Hannity. Yes. When you get a chance, family, Google Sean Hannity wears CIA pins on program. So he's CIA. He says that he got, he has a lot of law enforcement in his family. So I guess he do it. He's part of the CIA. He loves it, don't he? Yeah. He loves the intelligence community. Watch this, Bear. Yeah. What really got Sidney Powell kicked to the curb, so to speak? Mm -hmm. What did she say that pissed some people off? Because if you go back and listen 
to the things that she's been saying, she's the only one that said this. This ain't coming out of Rudy Giuliani. Okay. Okay. This ain't coming out of that other little white girl. Uh, this only came out of one person's mouth. And that is, and she pointed out, that the CIA was directly involved in the takedown of Orange Man. That's hmm. in her speech. The next day she was gone. So who is it that's a part of Trump's attorney's team that has to be connected to the CIA? Because that's what got her her t- taken down. And she ain't changed her tune not one iota. Because she's been fighting mm-hmm. the intelligence community, especially the FBI, for years. Okay. Was she a now, for the FBI, or she just been fighting them? She worked. She worked in the Justice Department as an okay. attorney. All right. Okay. Now, all of those agencies have their own uh, attorneys uh, or bodies of law that give them advice on what they can do and what they can't do. All those agencies. But she has been fighting the intelligence community for a minute. So she was not hesitant and pointing out that the CIA was involved in the theft of the election because the servers in Germany were in a CIA facility. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's why that's so now, why you said that that that's why you said that she didn't know that the the soldiers that went in there they were the good guys or the bad guys. Exactly. Exactly. Because she ain't no friend of the FBI or the CIA. I can't say that about them other attorneys. That includes Rudy Giuliani. Okay? Uh, Again, family, understand, these people have been putting people in positions for decades. Yeah. Yeah, years don't quite explain it, Bear. Decades. <laughs> I know. Let's Decades. go by tens of years. Okay. See that's that gives it more weight. When you say years, that could be like five, six, seven, eight. No. Mm-hmm. Count by tens. Ten, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty. And that's what has emboldened people like the Clintons and Obama, all of whom come out the CIA. Okay? One of Obama's first white girlfriend come out the intelligence community. How is that part? His mama worked for the intelligence community. She worked for the CIA. His daddy. Then he worked for, he was some kind of Intelligent agent, wasn't he? Yes. 
trained at the University of Hawaii to go back to Indonesia to assist in monitoring and, if necessary, overthrowing the government. That's what they do. Okay? And nobody connected the dots. Huh? And nobody connected the dots when he was running for president. Well, Judge Joe Brown came out about a year or two after we pointed out his history and pretty much said the same things that we had already been saying. But, of course, he's a personality, and we not. We just deal with the information. But we have been saying it for a long time. And uh, one of the primary dudes who put it out there, his name escapes me, but he was a member of Naval Intelligence. Okay, again, he comes out of a, uh, let's just say, a competing area of the intelligence community, and it's no small coincidence uh, that the guy who got fired, who got his own radio program now, that always looked like he just jumped out of a laundry bag. Uh, uh, oh, what's it? He was he was running Trump's campaign for a minute, then he got fired. Anyway, he comes out of military intelligence too, but it didn't stop the CIA or so-called Justice Department from Steve Bannon. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. From, yeah from arresting him on some trumped-up charges because they're coming out the Orange Man, and they're going to make everybody associated with Orange Man look bad. That's what's been going on. So they could point and say, look, everybody around him was criminals. But when you really look at it, nobody that's been around him has really committed any crimes. Nobody. It's all processed. Okay, and what that means is, I I didn't say exactly everything that you expected me to say, so you say that that's lying. I omitted something because I can't remember everything that went down. That's what they do. That's how they set you up. That's what they did to Flynn. That's what they did to Roger Stone. Okay, and. The little white boy, Papa Doppler, why the judge only gave him, what, a week? Yeah. He sentenced him to a week in jail. Shouldn't have gave him no time. Right. What's a week? Yeah, it's ridiculous. But they had to have a paper trail to say, see, Trump was engaged with Russia. That's why it's important to understand the role that uh, Mike Flynn is playing right now as we speak. Okay. Uh, let's let's go back to this article because see, I could add some other stuff like Jonathan Pollard, one of the most dangerous spies. Yeah, he's Old Testament. In the history of this country, was released by Orange Man over the weekend. Even Obama wouldn't release him, but Orange Man released him. And he went straight to Israel because that's what he was fined for. For those of you who don't know, he was in uh, military intelligence, Jonathan Pollard. 
Okay, let's let's go back to this. Now, so they point out uh, that the Jesuit connection with China began in the 18th century of priest Matteo Ricci as a papal emissary to the court of the Manchu Queen dynasty and have since never relented with the continuing presence of Jesuits in Macau, a base for liaison and cooperation on the mainland. Much of the anti-American tilt of late across Asia and Europe is a coordinated policy of the Jesuit order aimed at quelling the conservative American Catholic faction over Taiwan and Hong Kong policy and suppressing any other points of resistance. Francis, the gray pontiff, being both white and black pope, must feel a kindred spirit with the ambitious Bidens. Well, of course he does. Okay? I like the way he put that. He's both a black and a white pope. Because he's the first Jesuit pope. At least the first one that's been openly admitted to being a Jesuit. Now, they go on to say, during the George W. Bush and Bill Clinton administration, Joe Biden, Joe Biden took a point man role in forming and sponsoring the CIA operations against Yugoslavia. As a senior member of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, Biden was a Jesuit point man for NATO interventions against Yugoslavia, especially Croatia, where pro-Mussolini fascist era death squads were revived by the CIA and British-led SAS against the predominantly Orthodox Christian Serbs. NATO's eastward expansion was actually a Latter-day Crusade. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, that could be debated, but I won't do it. They say the Balkan intervention took a horrendous turn when the Jesuit-linked charity, AmeriCares, now, I got to stop there for one second. Family, if you want to understand the intelligence uh, in Europe, you must Google AmeriCares. Okay. You'll run into old man Bush, okay, George uh, uh, Herbert Walker Bush, all right, uh, and his connect- America's connection as a so-called charitable organization that was really a front for the CIA, okay? So let's go back and read that again. The Balkan interventions took a horrendous turn when the Jesuit-linked charity, AmeriCares, flew pallets of factor four blood tainted with HIV into the Balkans war zone. The HIV infected serum was collected at Arkansas state prisons while Bill Clinton was governor of that state and running cocaine shipments from war-torn Central America into Mena Airfield in western Arkansas. Now, 
that story was quickly shut down by mainstream media. But you could find as a day they knowingly shipped infected HIV blood uh, out of Arkansas under Bill and Hillary, okay, and uh, attempted to use it in the Balkans. They say the factor for flights left from Connecticut, all right, to Shannon Airport, a CIA Provo IRA safe haven for drugs and weapons, uh, like the CIA bomb used by uh, Provo IRA just to assassinate Lord Mountbatten, okay? Uh, Then, onto a cargo terminal in Frankfurt, Germany, Coincidentally, family, which is where the servers are that were seized by military intelligence in Frankfurt, Germany. Okay? And, of course, that shows you that this has CIA written all over it. Okay? They say, then into a cargo terminal in Frankfurt, Germany, where it was met by Jesuit priests involved in Balkans' covert weapons shipment and then to Zagreb, Croatia, for distribution by a CIA-funded local hospital administrator, a physician, to unknowing, to unknowing war wound victims in Bosnia, Herzegovina, Serbia, Montenegro, and Kosovo. Okay? They say the purpose of deliberate infection of warring communities was to find an ethnic group with inherent HIV resistance in the biologically diverse and physically isolated Balkan uh, Balkan community. They say the Obama appointee, Jim Young Kim, as the World Bank chief, resulted in absurdly low infection estimates would rig data to hide the extent of this war crime of medical abuse in the Balkans, of which Joe Biden and his fellow Jesuit spruks were and are guilty to the brink of damnation. Faith is sometimes just a fig leaf to cover over evil. They go on to say, meanwhile, the Ukraine-Russia conflict is simmering and remains underreported in the State Department's CIA-complicit media. Hunter Biden's absurdly generous payments from Burisma, according to one of my sources, was not simply to bribe his father and the Obama cronies, but had everything to do with payment for secret weapons shipments in the conflict with Russia-backed militias in the eastern Donetsk region. And remember, family, we pointed out that uh, Ukraine was also being used to smuggle weapons to ISIS, okay, as well as pay off people inside the Democratic Party. And I'm, i got to add this as well. I think that's probably one of the things that's going to be a part uh of the uh, uh, what's the what's the word I'm looking for 
it's going to be part of the cracking, okay? The unleashing of the monster tomorrow, I believe, is going to show uh, Republican uh, office holders like the governor and the secretary of state in Georgia directly getting payoffs along with others from the Chinese. Because you got to understand, family, since the 1990s and the Clintons, they have opened the door and rushed as many Chinese in this country as they possibly could. Okay? And everybody and their mama have been on the payroll, particularly in the Democratic Party. Okay? So now... They go on to say the Bidens are brutal murderers whose toes properly should be stretched on the same gallows as that of other Jesuit stews, Benito Mussolini. Tony Fauci, another Jesuit agent, is responsible yeah. for using NIH funds for the bioweapon engineering of COVID-19 in Wisconsin. Manitoba and Bristol, England, as tracked in my 27 part series. Mass murder is a capital offense which the Supreme Court has managed to ignore. Now, that's because there have been many on the Supreme Court who have been parts of these secret societies. Okay? Down. They go on to say, let me conclude with the connection of the Jesuits and the Illuminati with Joe Biden's nomination and personal accompaniment of Mike Bloomberg to his knighting by the Queen of England into the royal order of the Knights of the British Empire, as discussed in one of my prior articles which apparently has been censored by the CIA, British Intel, and the Rothschilds. The Jesuit Illuminati link is based on Adam Weishaupt's personal evolution as a Jesuit novice to found the Illuminism. Any doubters among the PC academics should read Johann Wolfgang von Goethe's Travels in Italy, which includes his praise of the papal band Jesuits at the ruins of their former colleague in Barrera, northern Italy. Goethe was the leading light of the Illuminati in the late 18th century. Assuredly, it all goes deeper and wider and religion and political correctness are being used as cover for mass murder on a global scale. The Marquis de Lafayette and Andrew Jackson were the saviors of this country. But in contrast to Biden, Clinton, Obama's, and Pelosi et al. uh, are damning a once fine nation to the lower depths of hell. So stand with what's right to break their evil spell. 
to quote Andrew Jackson, the Bible is the rock upon which this this republic rests, unquote. It's high time to reopen the church door to break the demonic spell uh, that grips this great land. Now, let me add this. Since we allegedly, and I stress allegedly, are heading towards what's known as the holiday season, let me add this. Sister Bev, I know you've heard that they want to uh, basically remove Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. That's what they're trying to do now. Christmas. And Christmas, right? Yeah. So much so that some stores have been told to hide their Christmas displays. This is November. Now, just think back in the recent past. You see Christmas stuff all over the place. Have you seen it, Bear? Well, I don't go in their stores that much. Uh, but not No, you like, don't have to. I, <laughs> but I have seen uh, the the Christmas trees. You know how they had a lot with the real Christmas trees? I'm seeing them yeah. popping up. What I'm talking about is municipalities normally will hang lights on oh, poles no. and all that kind of oh, stuff. Yeah. No, no. This they is not, late they, November. They fought that a couple of years. Yeah, they fought that a couple of years ago, didn't they? When they put the, the back of the Well, again, I don't celebrate Christmas, so I really don't know. I'm throwing it out there because it just seems to me that that whole thing is missing because this is late November. And Mm -hmm. uh, throughout the years, I've seen people with the stuff in their windows as early as October. Yeah, right after um, Halloween. Ah, now, how about that, Bear? <laughs> you just I saw you just win the prize. Stuff. Yeah, I, I saw huh? a lot of Halloween. I saw a lot of Ain't Halloween decoration. Yeah, all over the place, right? Yeah. Now watch this now, because we had a mayor here who really didn't need no mask, <laughs> but she was all over the place. Dressed for Halloween, giving out candy and stuff. No problem with the we the the we uh, the ease of all hollow. No problem with that, because that represents what they represent. But as soon as Thanksgiving come around, which I I can remember, well, yeah, last year was a little different for me because of my mom's. But beyond that. I can't remember the last time I celebrated a Thanksgiving. I eat on Thanksgiving. I can't remember the last time I celebrated Christmas. I don't remember. But I don't knock people over the head if they want to celebrate it. I've learned that it took a long time to make a Negro. And it's going to take an equally long time to turn them back into black people. It ain't an overnight process. So if you're expecting to change the way black people think, uh, I don't think so. 
All right? So now, that gives you an overview. We already see that old Joe is a longtime CIA operative, and that's why he's been protected. Okay? And they know he's going to do their bidding. Now, I don't know and I don't care who he's going to put in his administration, but I can guarantee you they're going to be predominantly Old Testament and intelligence community. Yeah, he has, he has started that already. Yeah, well, it Carey doesn't matter because they're going to be... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're going to be kicked to the curb. Mm-hmm. I I don't see that dude in the White House. So now, uh, boss Barack Obama, uh, and if it wasn't seventeen, uh, one thousand and some pages, a thousand seventy-eight pages. Who writes a book that has a thousand and seventy-eight pages for a fake black man? Hey, what was the name of Santa Claus's what was the name of Santa Claus Black Helper, Sister Bear? You remember his name? His name was Black Black Elmore or something like that. He's been riding around with, with Santa Claus for damn near two hundred years and ain't nobody written no thousand page book on him. Black Sam or something like that. I forget his his name. Okay. Santa Claus had a black helper. How about that? What about the black boy who came over with Christopher Columbus? You don't hear too much about well, of him. Of course. Of course. Well, as a matter of fact, it wasn't one. All of the navigators on Christopher Columbus ships yeah. were black. All of them. Okay? Well, why would you pick them? Because they knew where they were going. Yeah. So it's it's just let, let's go to Obama. Okay. Again, I told you this article is from the Daily Mail. Obama's mm-hmm. sex, drugs. Uh, I'm sorry. Thanks, Brother West. His name was Black Pete. Oh, Black. Yeah, Pete. I haven't dealt with him in a minute. Yeah, Black Pete. All right. He rode with Santa Claus. Absolutely. All they well, he had to have somebody to, to take in, in uh to the hood to the uh, hood. Stick the, huh? Yeah, stick the gifts down the the uh sure, chimneys yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Uh, because if he came in my neighborhood and he wanted, didn't have no brother with him, can you imagine a little fat white man trying to stick some shit down your chimney? <laughs> hmm. So, you know, Santa had a little, a little bit of sense. He took the brother mm-hmm. with him. That was his protection, kind of like Black Lives Matter in Antifa. Mm-hmm. Uh, ho, ho, ho. Let's go in this article. Let's unpack this article. You'll find it very interesting, family. They say the sex secrets of young Barack Obama have been revealed in their authoritative new biography, of the ex-president. Obama slept with his girlfriend, Genevieve Cook, 
on their first date before she wrote him a poem about their effing and called their sex passionate, the book about the former president reveals. They also did cocaine together. Now, this is the third sentence in the article. The article, is, uh, for me, is eight pages long. The third sentence says, they also did cocaine together. And after they split, she slept with his best friend. Now, we got words for them women, but of course, we ain't got to use it here. I'll just go back to Santa Claus. Ho, ho, ho. They say Obama also considered a gay relationship while at college. Twice proposed to another white girlfriend and cheated on Michelle with his ex during their first year of their relationship. That ain't nothing. He was either poking or getting poked by the white boy while he was married. Okay. They say his past is revealed in the 1,078-page biography, Rising Star, The Making of Barack Obama. They say Obama, a new Columbia graduate who was working for a firm that prepared financial reports at the time, made dinner for Cook at his apartment in Manhattan two weeks after meeting her at a New Year's Eve party and handing her his phone number. It was the start of a relationship, which is one of a series revealed in Rising Star, Passionate Sex. Genevieve Cook, an Australian-born 22-year-old, who was Obama's first college, uh, post-college lover. The two took drugs together and slept together on their first date. The older woman, uh, an older woman, Genevieve Cook, was three years the senior of Obama and a daily pot smoker living with her mother and stepfather in their Park Avenue apartment. Obama was a graduate of Columbia working for working for a financial reports firm when he and Cook were lovers. Obama would party with three friends, including Sahale Sadiq, with whom he would do cocaine, Sadiq, Hassan Chandu, Imad Hussein, took lots of cocaine, the biography of Obama said. They say it was written after exhaustive research by Pulitzer Prize-winning biographer David Garrow. I kept saying Barrow. It's Garrow, G-A-R-O-W. And also reveals how he asked another woman to marry him and to continue the relationship with her while dating Michelle before she became his wife. Cook was 25 when she met 22-year-old Obama on New Year's Eve in 1983. The Australian-born Cook was living in her mother and stepfather's Park Avenue apartment at the time, but had been brought up around the world, including, like Obama, Indonesia, as her father 
was an Australian spy and diplomat. They were perfect for each other, family. Looked like to me. Because Barack Obama's mama was a spy working for the Agency of International Development in China and other places. And of course, when you get into her, you probably can't find a lot of stuff today online. But it was well known that she was one of those women that they would use as a honey pot when they wanted to trap somebody. In other words, she gave up the bootay for the CIA. Okay? Now, they say she wrote about it in a private memoir and said that at the party, I remember being very engaged and just talking nonstop with Obama. Okay? They go on to say, then he went and talked in his bedroom. Then we went and talked in his bedroom in their first meeting. And then I spent the night. It all felt very inevitable, she wrote in a private memoir revealed by Garrow. She spent the night again with him a few days later and rated him highly in bed, even writing a poem to him saying, B, that's for you. F, for all the effing that we do. Wow, she could almost be a rapper. Family. <laughs> he stuck it to her, huh? Yeah, absolutely. A Garrow reveals that she said, quote, sexually, he really wasn't very imaginative, but he was comfortable. He was no kind of shrinking, can't handle it. This is invasive, or I'm timid. In any way, he was quite earthy. They go on to say, uh, Obama continued to see Yeager during his first year of college, I'm sorry, during his first year of his relationship with Michelle Obama who he went on to marry. Their relationship appears to have been deeply sexual with her writing that all this effing was so much more than lust and also saying in her diary, quote, making love with Barack, so warm and flowing and soft but deep, relaxed and loving, opening up more, unquote. She also wrote in her diary about passionate sex, but the couple also used drugs, and Cook reveals that Obama was still a cocaine user user when they were together. He spent time with other friends, uh, Hassan Chando, Imam Hussein, and Sahali Siddiqui, who he had been friends with at Occidental College in Los Angeles, and Cook said the trio was taking lots of cocaine. They were far more prolific users than Obama, who she said probably prefers staying home to read than taking the drug. Chandu, who was later to become a fundraiser for Obama, was the leader. 
for every fine line, every five lines that everybody else did, he would have done half. So he would do two and a half, Cook said. The book also notes that Cook and Obama would smoke pot, but only at parties, and records one time when during tension in their relationship, she wrote in her diary they went to a party and got high on cocaine. Now, if he partying with the white girls and they doing cocaine, and he partying with his roommates and, and they doing cocaine, how much cocaine was this dude doing? Or let's just put it like this. Yes, we can. They say the book also notes that Cook and Obama would smoke pot, but only at parties and records of one time when during kitchen in their relationship, she wrote in her diary that they went to a party and got high on cocaine. College girlfriend of uh, the blonde, uh, Alex McNair, was the focus of crushes by men at Occidental, but it was Obama who became her boyfriend. Now, so far, we know one thing about super black Obama. Right, Bear? What? What He loved... Well, that's one thing. Huh? He like white. He like white meat. He loved Miss Becky. Well, his mom right? was white. Uh, that ain't no excuse. Cause he claimed he came to us as what? As as a black man, just like Kam- Bingo Kamalita, but just like Kamala Harris. Is come came Who's to she married to? Like a black woman. Was she married to? She married to, to? Uh, uh, she married to Old Testament. Thank you. They say that Obama was still using cocaine in his early twenties is a significant revelation. He had previously only disclosed that he used it as a teenage student. The couple split in June 1985 after a year and a half together but she was hardly out of his life because she became involved with his best friend, Sahal, in September of that year. She and Sahal did ecstasy together and then had sex. When she wrote to Obama and told him, he replied, the news of Sahal and you did hurt. He also used a racial slur to refer to Sahal. Anyway, let me go on. I don't need to read that. His first uh, named girlfriend in the book was Alex McNear, who is described as a beautiful blonde who was the focus of, of a crushes for many students at Occidental College. One male student even fantasized that she was the most beautiful lesbian. Later, writes Garrow, Obama boasted to fellow Illinois state lawmakers at their regular poker games in the early 2000s about a sexual conquest who appears to align with her. One close acquaintance told Garrow the only woman he ever talked about screwing was some really hot blonde chick 
that he was still proud of. He was really proud that he banged some super hot blonde from a super rich family. McNear was not super rich, and Garrow suggests this was an exaggerated version of her upbringing used by Obama. However, the book is far sketchier of their time together, noting that she knew him in, the, in Manhattan as both moved there when he transferred from Occidental to Columbia. He was working for the CIA at that time, family. Okay? And that job that he had, I forget the name of the corporation, but it was a CIA front corporation where he was doing the uh, so-called financial work. We dealt with that back in the archives. They said when Obama came to write Dreams from My Father, he created a composite girlfriend from the early 80s representing all of his white ex-girlfriends. The book discloses that Yeager felt particularly upset by his treatment of his white girlfriends in Dreams from My Father. Not only did she become part of a woman in New York who I love, their time living together in Chicago for two years was dropped. And she said love letters that he sent her were the basis for much of the narrative. Quote, I never understood why he wrote it this way. Unquote. Now, they go on to say Barack Obama proposed to a different woman twice before he met Michelle and kept on seeing her for the first year of his relationship uh, with Michelle Obama. Sheila Mayoshi Yeager was almost entirely omitted from Obama's own biography where she was simply combined with his other white exes into one character. But according to Rising Star, Yeager played a huge role in Obama's formative years. So much so that even after Barack met his wife-to-be, he kept seeing Yeager on and off for at least a year. The couple were very much in love in the mid-1980s when they were living together in Chicago. According to Yeager, who described them as being an island unto ourselves. Okay? Their relationship quickly progressed, and in the winter of 1986, while visiting his girlfriend's parents, Barack popped the question. Yeager, 53, is an associate professor and director of the East Asian program, Oberlin College in Ohio. But Yeager's parents were concerned that she was too young. Yeager was 23 and Obama was 25 and refused his advances. They remained together, but it was about this time that Yeager began to realize that her then boyfriend's deep-seated need to be loved and admired and admired. The book, in other words, he was searching for an identity through her because he didn't have one. They say, I remember very clearly when this transformation happened. Wait. They, oh, they say, now 53, the associate professor told Garrow that Obama became so very ambitious very suddenly Okay, 
So the book claims that Barack kept on seeing Yeager for the first year after he was dating Michelle after the couple married in 1992. I remember very clearly when this transformation happened. And I remember very specifically that by 87, about a year into our relationship, he already had his sights on becoming president, this 1987. But Obama believed that he needed to fully identify as African-American to fulfill his political ambition and believe that having a non-black spouse could damage his prospects. According to the book. Okay. So it's just like we had said some time ago, family. He used black people, right? And went and got Big Dumpy. That's Michelle Obama. Big Dumpy. He went and got Big Dumpy and went and joined a black church so he could claim blackness to use it to run for president as the first black. But as now everybody who's honest with themselves know, there ain't nothing black about this dude. Nothing. Okay. They say the book claims that Barack was living with Sheila Mayoshi Yeager before he met Michelle in the late 80s. But by the time he was leaving for Harvard Law School, their relationship was on the rock. But Obama was not ready to give up on Yeager and proposed to her for a second time, asking her to join him in Harvard. Again, Yeager turned him down. She believed that his proposal was out of a sense of desperation over our eventual parting and not in any real faith in our future. The second marriage rejection was too much for their relationship and the couple split. It's also possible that Obama cheated on Yeager with an Hispanic single mother of three he had met through his work as a community organizer. Garrow says that Mary Ellen uh, Montez became an, quote, intimate friend, unquote. She was a divorced mother who had become a prominent activist in Chicago. In the August, after Obama first moved to Chicago, Yeager visited her family, and he spent time with Lena. That was Montez's middle name. Obama would remember some intense making out, while Lena explained, I'm a very passionate person. I ain't got no Hispanic accent, family. After he moved in with Yeager, Lena had the impression that it was because of convenience. Indeed, her existence may have precipitated his split with Yeager. She found, uh, after an argument, she found Obama's journal under his bed and looked through it. Okay, that's Yeager. Indeed, uh, I'm sorry, she was uh, upset about someone in the journal, Lena recalled later although Lena did not know if she was the person Yeager was upset about. Quote, I just remember him saying that she was leaving because of his journal, Lena said. Unquote. Regardless of whether he was faithful to Yeager, Obama went to law school, then met Michelle. The couple quickly fell for each other and began dating. Uh, is something wrong with that picture, family? Okay. 
I don't think he well. You think it was an arrangement? I, just, uh, I think it was something a little with bit more than and, that. Cause with, go ahead, Beth. With him and Mich- with him and Michelle, you think it was more than that? Yes, I think it was. I don't know if it was arranged, uh, but let's just say Big Dumpy uh, wasn't the kind of woman uh, that the brothers ran up behind. That's why I call her Big Dumpy. Okay? Uh, I told you, she wasn't exactly pleasing to the eye. Period. But anyway, that's just my opinion. You know, different strokes for different folks. They say, but Garrow claims that Jaeger and Barack continue to see each other on and off after she arrived after she arrived at Harvard for a teaching fellowship. Garrow describes Obama as having two powerful overlapping relationships, meaning one with one with Big Dumpy, and one with uh, what do they call the white women today, Karen. And one with okay. Karen. Okay. Yeah. So they go on to say, and I'll close with this. President Obama considered pursuing a gay relationship while he was a college student. Now, I happen to know for a fact that he was having a gay relationship with one of his roommates, the Pakistanis. Okay. And that came out later. Again, Garrow is covering for the homosexual relationships this dude was having because he was on the down low. All right? And that's why he was dealing with the white women because he can get away with that with the white women, okay? But a sister would have whooped his ass and called him out. She would have told okay? on him. Unless he was a preacher. <laughs> Or the choir director. Didn't he go with the choir director at the, at that two church? Two of them from two of them from Jeremiah Rice Church, and Jeremiah Rice Church was known as a download church. Mm-hmm. All right, and I got it from one of the parishioners there. I can't take it any farther than this. That the women there were very professional type women. That's why Michelle was there. All right, but that the church was overwhelmingly women. And many of the men were gay. Mm-hmm. So what he did was he paired up the women with the men, but many of the men was on the down low, promised to keep it on that level so they could continue to have a gay relationship while they married some of them uh, professional middle-class black women. Because that's what uh, Jeremiah Rice Church catered to. All right. Uh, Middle class, educated black women. All right. Now, quite interesting to me because I always felt that the church's mission was to go among the poor. That's just my version of it. Okay. But somehow that church sat right next to public housing. And I knew people that lived in those public housing. I often wondered, well, how come these super black, you know, middle class black people didn't do anything in them projects over there? They really cared about their people. Because they wore all the kitty cloth and all that stuff. You know, they, they love to engage in uh, making fashion statements. And because mm-hmm. it was middle class, yeah. they had the money and all that kind of stuff. You right. know, uh, you've seen them churches, Bear. Yeah. They're black them. on the outside, 
and white on the inside. Go ahead, Beth. Say we have them here too. No, I know everywhere. Because yeah. the church, I like to, it's been talking. Go ahead. I just wanted to know what happened to that the the child that was in the car with that lady that they killed in front of the White House. That they say that that was Barack's baby. Uh, I, Bev, I wish I knew that. Okay, but as you can see, there were definite connections because, of, as I recall. Uh, Barack Obama spent time in Connecticut. Matter of fact, this article alluded to that. And that's supposedly where she was from. She was there at the time. Mm-hmm. All right? And knowing him, you know, just knowing people like him, he'll jump on and jump off. All right? So she get pregnant, had that baby, and she want to take that baby to see her daddy. Then she gets there, and she panics. And remember now, she too was a professional black woman. Mm-hmm. No history of nothing, you know. It's just like any woman scorned, particularly if you got a baby by a dude. Right? You, you're going to basically take it a little bit further than perhaps you should. So she gets to the White House. And they got these concrete barricades there. I forget exactly what the reason that they had them there for. But she tried to back out of the line. And uh, John Wayne and his comrades just started shooting at her. Because she didn't want to go through the line. She panicked. That's not unusual for women to do that kind of thing, to panic. It's not unusual. Then you know well, what they do? John, they do. Maybe John Wayne huh? knew who she was. Maybe John Wayne knew who she was. That is that is uh, that's very very likely. Yes, her name was uh, uh, Carrie, Marianne Carrie. I'm not sure if that's a real name. I know her. Her last name was Carrie. Okay. Anyway, I, I won't go into that whole story again because I just found the whole thing metaphysically quite interesting, and it kind of dovetail with Bill Clinton, who'd been ducking and dodging his black baby, right? Yeah. And John McCain, who also had a black baby. Right. right? So, all of these white boys, that includes Obama, love to have them some black baby. I'm substituting baby for that other stuff. Them. But But they don't claim them, though. Oh, they of want course the not. Other stuff. They don't want the baby. I get you. Okay. Absolutely. And also, uh, uh, Doctor X, can we uh, go to the lines a little earlier tonight because you got they lined up and a lot of people can't get on the line after the can't get on the phone after okay. the show ends. Uh, all right, let's let them so, in, Bear. Yeah. You finished with, with it? Okay. Give give, give well, us no, more I, information. I, how much time do we have left? I don't. Well, you got I don't want to say. So okay, well, okay, well, let me do. Mark, if you want to. Yeah, let's do that. So that that way we'll get a family an hour and a half, right? Yes, yes. Because I, I don't want to be on past midnight if I if I can help it. Well, maybe we can get finished before then. So, 
Uh, yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. let me let me put one more article on the table because all of this basically leads to the dysfunctionality in government. Okay, because what I'm trying to show you, family, is all of these people are dysfunctional to begin with. All right, so don't think for one moment that they are not. All right. And when you got this kind of consistent dysfunctionality, uh, crazy things happen. And people are easily uh, maneuverable in terms of uh, the higher-ups putting them in position and using them, as uh, Jerry Butler would say, like a carpenter uses a tool. All right? Well, I think uh, one of the other very interesting things that's going on while all this is going on family in terms of uh, the coronavirus and the lockdowns and the whole Biden thing, et cetera, et cetera. And I mentioned this earlier is I don't know if anybody's been paying attention, but the white folks are going off all over Europe. And I, I told you to watch, keep your eye on Germany. I've been saying that on a consistent basis. Because once them white boys get some weapons, see, that's what's stopping a lot of what's going on in Europe now. They disarmed them. Mm-hmm. But one thing this world ain't got a shortage of is weapons. There's no shortage of weapons in this world. And what's going to happen, this is just my opinion, is something that's going to happen because I know, again, based on my research, that in more than one European country, there already are caches of weapons. Uh, in Germany, uh, they have busted so-called right-wing Germans. That's what they label everybody that's against the government. They label them right-wing, right? <laughs> anyway, they have busted them on more than one occasion with stockpiles of weapons in a country that basically says weapons are outlawed. All right. Now, I'm going to give you what's really going to be the problem. All right. And what's really the problem that includes this country. Because Antifa announced today that they're going to be going to so-called conservative areas and they're going to set up roadblocks. And they have announced where else on social media that if anybody try to go through their roadblocks, they will be armed and they're going to shoot them. Okay? Well, who gave them that authority? Well, they took it upon themselves because the Democrats allowed them to intimidate and carry guns and beat up on people and jump on people's cars, and then if you try to drive off there, say that you ran over them. Okay, but here's the problem, Bear. We said from day one, one of the primary reasons that they made this pandemic a global thing was because they had to put down the rise of nationalism that was rising up all over the world. That's why the pandemic became global. Okay, now. The Great Reset didn't necessarily have to be put in place now. 
But as they all the uh, many of the major people that are a part of this thing keep saying, we looked at coronavirus as an opportunity to push the Great Reset. But the enemy of these people is nationalism or what's being termed populist nationalism or populism. That's always been the enemy of the international Jew. But notice, nowhere on this planet has nationalist white people or nationalist black people went and attacked any other country on this planet, period. It is the enemy of Old Testament, right, who are internationalist, one-world government, so-called New World Order. All right? Look at here, family. John Kerry says Great Reset is needed to stop the rise of populism. <laughs> Again, this is from Summit News, Okay. They say here very quickly, Secretary of State John Kerry attended a panel discussion at the World Economic Forum. That's where it was decided that they would drop coronavirus, as we say it when they first put it out here. Okay? So he is there again, and he said during that forum that a great reset was urgently needed to stop the rise of populism. Quote, the notion of a reset is more important than ever before. Uh, I personally believe we're at the dawn of an extremely exciting time, unquote. The former senator made it clear that this reset, which is merely a rebranding of the new world order uh, that has faced stiff resistance for the past two decades, is necessary to extinguish populism. Quote, I think Europe has took, I think uh, Europe has to look at that with Brexit and the rising national populism or nationalistic populism, which is really one of the priorities that we all have to address. You can't dismiss it, unquote. They go on to say the European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen also welcomed the prospect of Biden as a, quote, friend in the White House, uh, unquote, to the globalists and said the two entities would work on, quote, a new rule book for the digital economy and the digital society, unquote. Quote, the need for global cooperation and this acceleration of change will both be drivers of the Great Reset. And I see this as an unprecedented opportunity, said Van der Leyden. They say the Great Reset is the latest incarnation of the agenda to centralize power into the hands of a tiny elite, disenfranchising Americans, lowering their living standards, and forcing them to submit to a social credit score system that will eliminate all private and personal autonomy. Okay, I I hope that my, my Moorish brothers are listening to this. Okay. Because I know many of them, uh, in wanting to be sovereign, should not have supported the Democrats or the Republicans, because that don't add up to sovereignty. And if them Democrats get in office, you can kiss it goodbye. 
Okay? I'm just telling you, family, what, what's coming here. As we reported yesterday, legacy media outlets like the New York Times are still claiming that the Great Reset is a conspiracy theory, even as world leaders openly announce it. You see, family, we started off with this, with the doctor telling you that the prime mover and shaker behind the fear and the fake virus is the media. And here we are now with the New York Times, while Klaus Schwab, the Nazi, writes a book talking about COVID-19 and the Great Reset, and he's the head of the thing, well, he's the figurehead of the thing. It's quite interesting that the New York Times calls it a conspiracy theory. Okay? Right now, today, not yesterday, not tomorrow, right now. Quote, New York Times says Great Reset is a conspiracy theory on the same day that the World Economic Forum celebrates it. This, too, is from Paul Joseph Watson at Summit News. Okay? So what is it that the World Economic Forum is doing, all right, that's got the populace fighting against it? This is from Zero Head, uh, entitled, The World Economic Forum's Great Reset is Raising Eyebrows. They say, for those who aren't familiar with the initiative, the Utah senatorial candidate Sam Parker summed it up this way. You won't own anything. The USA will be weakened. No, it won't be weakened. It'll be removed. Mass democrat demographic transformation by third worlders. That means no borders, no wall, no USA at all. Uh, you won't eat meat. That's why, of course, the new meat baron is none other than the biggest bastard on the planet, uh, Bill Gates, okay, and some fake meat. Uh, human beings are pollutants. They're going to tax you based on you being a carbon life form. So breathing is going to be taxed, okay? And this is what the senatorial candidate is saying, okay? I know infinitely more about this stuff because I've been dealing with it. They just changed the name of it, but it's all sustainable development. They're going to end cheap energy and surpluses, okay, because they're going to end energy usage. That's so-called Green New Deal. It's all the same thing. And they're going to end Western values. Well, how can Western values and communism or fascism or authoritarianism, you can take your pick, it's all the same stuff, transhumanism or the technocracy, where's your rights in terms of your values? Where do they begin in those kind of systems? Because that's what they're talking about creating. All right? Now, here's the other part of the populist move. It ain't just John Kerry. Finland's prime minister warns COVID-19 will trigger a populist backlash. Okay? They say Finland has fewer confirmed cases of COVID-19 than any of its rival EU members of which qualified uh, the country's young prime minister, Santa Marin, to lecture her peers about the dangers of right-wing populism as Brussels clashes with Poland and Hungary over, quote, rule of law requirements 
delaying desperately needed COVID aid. Marin explained that citizens would ultimately blame the government for imposing all of these COVID-19 inspired restrictions on movement and business, some of which have helped destroy business and careers, leaving a swath of pain and misery aggravated by worsening drug and alcohol abuse. So she goes on to lay out that y'all better get a hold of this because these white folks coming at, as I said yesterday, that ass. You ain't going to keep arms out of their arms uh, for an extended amount of time. Okay? Eventually, they're going to get weapons. And when they get weapons, it's on. Let me show you how deep this is. They already got them. Uh, Not to the degree that the military has them, Bear. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, It's going to be civil wars all over Europe. Okay? The Finnish fighting the Finnish. The Germans fighting the Germans. The Spanish fighting the Spanish. The French fighting the French. The Americans fighting the Americans. That's what's coming. Unless Orange Man gets back in office. In that case, I think there will be a surprise nuclear strike, as we've already said that. We talked about that yesterday. Okay? Because they got to take America down. That's what all this is about. Here's the deal. And we'll end with this article and take some calls. Rising up anti-lockdown protests spread across Europe. This is from the offguardian.org. So they give you as the alleged second wave, they say alleged second wave, because as as the doctor stated earlier, it's all a hoax. There is no second wave. Across Europe in recent weeks, many governments embraced their totalitarian side and granted themselves sweeping new emergency powers alongside new lockdown measures. Sound familiar, Bear? Don't that sound like your governor in Michigan? Yeah, she said, yeah. "The hell with the Supreme Court telling her what she was doing was unconstitutional." Right, she gonna do it again. Okay, same thing happening she all did. over this country in certain so-called blue states. Go ahead, Bear. No, I say she doing it. Yeah, and that's why they talking about doing what to her, impeaching, impeaching her ass. But but she's she's being protected. The media unless it's overwhelming mass movements against her, the media is going to protect her because the media is run by Old Testament. And this is their baby. World government is their baby. Okay. They go on here to say, uh, the public has been markedly less cooperative this time around. They say rebelling against the arbitrary limitations, not supported by science or common sense. They say protests have been have taken place all across the continent. Okay, then they're going to tell you what's happening in Germany, where police turned water cannons on crowds of nearly uh, and nearly 200 people were arrested. Okay, they say the mainstream media reported hundreds of protesters, but the pictures clearly show it was tens of thousands. Another media trick. You see how everywhere you go, the media is in league with this. Doesn't matter which one of these European countries you go to, the media is the tool that they've used to maintain control of the people. 
Okay? Spain, after the Prime Minister of Spain, Pedro Sanchez, declared a six-month state of emergency in late October, there were days of protests across the country. In Barcelona, you saw violent confrontations between riot police and protesters. In France, Emmanuel Macron's brand-new comprehensive security law, known by protesters as the gag law, would further militarize French police while making it a crime to capture or distribute the image of a police officer. It has met fervent resistance in the shape of angry marches throughout the cities across the country. Macron's government has a history of attacking civil liberties. Of course, because as we pointed out when he first got in office, he he was raised by the Rothschild. Okay? And his wife is about 30 to 40 years older than he is, so they turned him out at an early age. In Italy, anti-lockdown protests reached a fever pitch in late October, and most of the uh, the most extensive on the continent. Marches occurred in dozens of cities, including Rome, Naples, Genoa, and Bologna. The mainstream media went out of their way to undercut and smear the protests. CNN and Reuters reported only hundreds of people. Politico blamed the protests on the mafia. In Slovakia, uh, you've got the same thing going on. In Denmark, the Danish parliament was subject to nine days of protest right outside its doors. The opposition was to the vaccination laws, which would allow police to physically coerce vaccination through detainment. After nine days of protest, it was reported that the Danish government had dropped the law. The media barely covered the proposed law and didn't mention the protest in Copenhagen at all. A search for, for COVID protests in Denmark turns up almost no results. The reason to cover the Danish protests less is that they apparently worked. So you don't want to give the people the impression that what they're doing is working. So everywhere you look, you got the same dynamic taking place, family. It ain't just the media here that's fake and perpetuating the lie because they all are operating from the same point of view. None of this stuff. Again, I go back to the doctor. None of this stuff could be happening if it wasn't for the media complicity in keeping people scared about stuff that, as he said, is nothing more than a souped-up flu. All right, family? What we're doing in pointing these things out to you is nothing more than cracking open the beast code. With that, Sister Bear, we can take some questions and comments. Okay, give out your information, Dr. X. Okay, fam, you can contact me at mccrayr9599 at yahoo.com. And also, Dr. Robert X has a GoFundMe page to Dr. Robert X. Please go and send a donation to help him with his research. So he could get some more ink and some paper and some glasses and 
whatever he needs to continue this research. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, oh, they Bear, I got to ask you, Bear. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. Yes, yes, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm no, I got to ask you, have you been keeping up with the war- Warrior? No, it's back on. I thought you were into the second season. I've seen everything. I've seen all the episodes. They got For the second season? Oh, I didn't know that. For I was waiting on the second season. Okay, I'm going to get back in into it. Yeah, it's been out for a while. You, well, I've I, I seen the second season. I, were you, what's, where are they at in the second season? Okay. Uh, the little Spanish girl that was using the Chinese, that basically like his promoter, goes mm-hmm. to a, a, the big fight promoter's home mm-hmm. and basically blows yeah. his brains out. Oh, no. You, you, have you seen, seen the mayor of San Francisco gets killed as he's beating his wife? And her sister? Uh, I, I, I'm, I, no, let me go back and look at it. I, I, I haven't looked at that season. This is the new season. Have you right? seen Latoy, the Chinese that runs the whole house, <laughs> in her relationship with the white woman who runs a, a, a halfway house for runaway uh, Chinese prostitutes? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I did see that. Yeah, they got into a relationship. Okay, yeah. Well, you know they're gonna they're gonna put that in every single movie, exactly, right? Exactly. Because exactly. one of the baddest martial arts characters in the series is an onion. That's what they call the new guys from China. Mm-hmm. Is an onion, and he's a homosexual. Yes, I remember. Yeah. Okay, I seen it. I thought I seen the second scene. I seen it all. I seen it all. Okay. Okay, well, yeah, those are just and, some and of the, the things that the take picture. place. Okay, and the name of the series of somebody in the chat room is asking the name. It's the Warriors, right? And Bruce Lee wrote this. Didn't Bruce Lee write this? Yes. This mm-hmm. is called mm-hmm. Warrior, not The Warriors, because you put The oh, Warriors in it, it ain't going to come up. Okay. It's just Warrior. Warriors. Okay. But it's and, about uh, the Chinese in California uh, just a, around the turn of the century. Okay. Maybe a little earlier. Okay. Are late, they in Pol- eight, middle Pol- to Pelosi. Aren't they over, ain't they over there with Pelosi, uh, Ron Nancy, and her territory? Yeah, well, what it's doing is it's showing you old school San Francisco, right? Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. really showing you modern day San Francisco. Yes, yes. Yep, very good movie. I mean, I, I I call it a man's movie because there's a lot of sex and action in it, but it's it's good. It's, it's a lot of stuff oh yeah. On there. <laughs> well, you got the you know what you ain't gonna go to any of that stuff now these days on Netflix and they gonna right. put some LGBT in there. And the only thing that they identify the LGBT with is sex. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All righty. 
Okay, well, we're going to go open up the lines here. Uh, let's see where we at. We are at 323244. 323244. Three, three, two, four, four. All right. Let's go to 443629. Four, three, do y'all have y'all mute on? 443629, four, or did you just push one? Just All right, I'm moving on. Let's go to West. I know you there, West. Oh. Well, yeah. I'm here, President. I'm good, man. We can't hear you. There yeah, y'all hear me, right? Better love, Wes. Yeah, yeah, we hear you. That's right. That's right. Hey, 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 uh, I, I, I'm hoping uh, you're right by these dudes in Georgia, man, that damn uh, uh, Old Testament, damn uh, uh, Secretary of State. I hope you're right, man. I hope they get caught up in this. Well, that's just what I'm hearing, Wes. What's that? What I, I, I just say that's that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing they're gonna mm-hmm. basically open up the cracking on them tomorrow. Okay, that's good, man. That's good. I, I be, I be, uh, I won't be in town, so I, that's good. I see it on uh, somewhere else, man. But look here, man. Uh, do you know anything about uh, Black Friday? Black Friday. Black Friday. Yeah, the origin of Black Friday. Uh, no, I just detest it, brother, personally. To see what it was, man, uh, uh, that's when they had uh, uh, that sale of black slaves, uh, uh, a, a two-for-one sale, man, where they sell one black buck to chop the wood because it's wintertime, and they sell a black sister as a bed wench. A two-for-one a two for one sale, man. Okay, and it's hard to find because they, they whitewashed the whole story. But I found out about it, and they're trying to tell some Negroes about it on another show, man. And they come telling me, talking about the origin is of something happened in Philadelphia at a store where whole people bomb rushed the store. I say, bro, they, they whitewashed that stuff, man. You ain't going expect your enemy to tell you that whole story, bro. I mean, this cat got in a serious debate, man. You come to, I say, bro, you got to do more research, man. So that's why I'm glad to be uh, 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 in the circle with y'all, man. Because some of these Negroes, man, I say, oh, you ain't going to listen to it for me. If the white man tell you that, then you'll go for it. You know these devils ain't going to tell on themselves, man. But anyway, I, I, I move on from that, man. But old Hyde Joe Biden, he, learned, he uh, put John Kerry in charge of climate control, man. You know that, right? Yep. And, and so I'm saying, I hope if he's going to do it, well, he's stalling bones anyway. So I'm hoping he, he, if he is, if it's just legit, to stop these damn chemtrailing, man. And all this other stuff they're doing to the dog on uh, uh, Earth, man. If not, Earth going to tear their ass up. Wait, you did you say that again? You want them to do what? Stop these chemtrailing and all this pollution. You can't do serious. That, you, you can't do serious. Are you serious? Well, like I say, if they don't, they're going to have some complications, consequences and replications uh, from the earth. The earth ain't playing, man. Okay, let them keep on. 
But uh, yeah, man, if I was orange, man, you know what I'd do? I'd open up all these jailhouses and prisons and get everybody pardoned, man. If especially uh, whether he stay in or not. Just open up. I guarantee you how to get down to make sure people fight for his ass again for sure. You open up these prisons, man, and give people pardon. He think he got 70-something million votes. He'll show them half some people in the street. Damn, man, that's all he got to do, bro. You talking about release the crackers? Release all these brothers and sisters out of the lockdown, man. I guarantee you have some people in the streets. We be going out and hiding your Bible show, man. That's all he got to do, man. Release the crackers, open up the jailhouse door, man. That's what I do. About but let me ask y'all something. Now, here goes Sister Bam. You know I got to get uh, 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 a metaphysical now. What's the two most important, really one, uh, 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 alphabets in the alphabet, man? It's two, but remaining one. What's the most uh, 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 strongest letter in the alphabet, Sister Bam and Robert X? I don't know. You tell me. Come on, now. Come on, man. Say again. Hi. Yeah, you can halfway use that, but I look at the three from the beginning and three from the end. You got C, and then that last one, three or third from the end, is what they're trying to make what? A double U, man. They making a double U. <laughs> I'll give y'all something to think about. Okay, I'm like you, Robert. I. I I make people think, man. I try to uh, uh, stimulate the uh, cerebral cortex, man. Put some fat, take that fat off their head and put some muscle. I'm better than Celine. Okay. But it, but anyhow, man. That W. Uh, 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 if, I, if that's what I'd do if I was orange, man, man. Open up these jailhouses, bro. Let everybody, let my people go. But anyway, I'm uh, I'm hoping you're right down here in Georgia, man. But anyway, I'm going to let Sister Bell, I'm going to let somebody else uh, uh, squeeze the mic. And I'm, I'm going to okay. make my East in the corner. And i catch y'all next episode. I love y'all. Love you. Better Hold up, Brother West. Uh, Better well, love. One thing for sure, we we won't have mm-hmm. long to wait. We'll be able to see tomorrow. Yeah. 312 909. 312 909. Okay, 312. All righty. Uh oh. I'm getting ready. Can 312, can you hear us? We hear you. Do yeah. you have something to say? Okay, we hear you. Better love. No, I'm just listening. Okay, all right. Thank you for listening. Okay, let's go to 773 443. 773. Okay, Dr. Robert X, they just listening tonight. You might get in early. That's all right. You know something, Bev? Mm-hmm. We got to come back mm-hmm. tomorrow anyway. And I hope, I uh, okay. I'm not sure about Thursday. We'll have to let the people know about Thursday, well, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe we could do Friday. Maybe we can do Friday. Uh, I don't know. That's too close to, to yeah, that's that's too close to the following Monday. Yeah, again, okay. that's what I was explaining uh, last week. I don't know if my my okay. my brain can take it, but it, but I wanted to say something about what Brother West was saying in terms of opening up the prison. Uh-huh. Man, I love my people, but some of them cats need to be in prisons for the heinous stuff that they did. Okay, and I know better than most 
about a variety of factors that put them on the path that they got on. But I guarantee you, you open up them prisons and this environment out here today, and you're talking about people on lockdowns with no jobs nowhere. Can you imagine what the black community would look like? Now, I'm here in Chicago. This is Murder, Inc. Lockdowns and people getting shot up all over the place. Now, let's just say they add another five to 600 murderers out here on the street. Because some of these cats out here just shooting people are murderers. And their asses need to be locked up. Period. Too many babies than died out here over dumb stuff. Because you know what? It ain't about drugs and territory today. A lot of it is straight ignorance, ego. All right. With that being said, so, we're going to open up 443-813. Better love, sister. Better love, brother. What's going Better on? Better love, love family. Hotel. I, Hotel. Brother, I just really got to iterate this. Hitler, the greatest story ever told. You get a chance. I have a DVD. I'm going to send it to you. And please, I if saw any it. of the family wants it. You saw it? Isn't it? I saw it years ago. It's exactly what is going on with Trump right now. No Just question about it. States. I mean, down to the T. And I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying anything, and I don't want people to think, like, you know, I support you know, certain things, but until they check out the documentary, the real story of it, I'm not even going to say the real story. Until they see that, then they can come up with their own conclusion. But what Hitler did is the same thing Trump was trying to do for the American people or for the nationalist yep. movement of that the American correct. people. Exactly the but, same but, way. Me, and I, Go ahead, brother. You brought let me Poland, ask you. And that's in there. Yeah. I, I, huh? No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead and say what you're going to say. Because I got a question no, for you when you get through. That they, um, that in there... Uh, how they brought up Poland, why he, uh, what he did with the Poland people, and why he was going to war with the Jews. It's not like he was going over there straight kill them. He gave them ample chances to not go to war. They chose to, and you know everything that everybody know about how they wanted to give them pa- Palestine if they stayed in the war, and all these things. It's just, it's just real interesting that I think they turned Germany really into know. a literal. They turned Germany into a literal whole house. Yes. With all the LGBT stuff all over the place, and the people was mad as hell. And it was Old Testament that was doing all that stuff. And that's why the people turned their heads when he started doing what he was doing with them. Go ahead, my brother. No, no, no. You're right on it, brother. Because when you see that he was basically doing all this for the more implications of of just uh oh Robert X you there yeah I'm still here okay his phone let me add, let, let me let me add this because hopefully he'll call back I was gonna ask him if he knew of the two areas 
when you had Operation Paperclip using the Catholic Church. You see, that's why I reiterated, I'm reiterating the stuff that I talked about Biden today. They smuggled the Nazis out of Germany dressed as priests. The Catholic Church was heavily involved. Now watch this. The two areas where they went when they came to this country, predominantly, these were Nazi scientists and intelligence operatives. Okay, they used Reinhard Galen's uh, uh, intelligence operations to, to basically uh, create the CIA. And that's where the Nazis, some of them went, assisting the CIA in hunting down other Nazis. And the other place they went was into the realm of science, NASA, etc. Those people have grown up today and participated in what you see now because a dirty little secret is that much of the educational system that we use in this country came out of Germany in the early part of the last century. It's called the German model. Now, that has morphed into what we know as communism. But to me, it's all about authoritarianism. Okay? And again, it, it can come at you in a variety of ways under different names. That's why it's going to be so important when we get into uh, Antifa tomorrow. I think some people are going to be surprised. Because right. one of the early flags that Antifa flow, flow, uh, flew had this, this so-called six-point star on it. And with that, Ben, okay. you can take another call if you choose. Okay, let's go to Tuckmos. Tuckmos, are you there? Tuckmos, your mute on? Certainly did. Can y'all hear me? Yes, yes. sir. Hotel. We can hear you. Hotel. Hotel. Better love. Better love to the family. Yes, sir. Um. Yeah, man, it's, we're in big trouble if these globalists take over during this reset, man. <clears throat> They're imposing um, draconian COVID enforcement for holiday, um, Thanksgiving holiday here in New York. Um, they say, do not travel if it can be avoided. They will, not have, tra- they will have travel enforcement, enforcement completion. Enforced completion of travel of form at transportation hubs. Increased Nazi. footprint of city personnel confirming travelers have filled out state travel forms. Testing Your trace teams. The Nazis. Go ahead. Keep going. It's testing trace teams on the ground to direct individuals to testing sites, education on quarantine. The sheriff to conduct car and bus stop checks. The consequences. Your papers. There are yep. your papers. Yep. Sheriffs. Yo, this is like, man, forget Nazi. This is like, we're your slave papers, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yes, yeah, sir. Uh, sheriff enforced follow-up. 
emails, robocalls, texts, calls, in-person spot checks to make sure people are quarantining. Any person violating the 14-day quarantine from outside of New York, Department of Health and the sheriff will issue a $1,000 per day fine. Any New Yorker violating the quarantine will get a $2,000 fine or they can be arrested. So this is how they going forward with this quarantine, brother. And you know something, brother? Mm -hmm. Let let me tell you something. I say the same thing to the people here in Chicago. If you accept that as a part of your norm and you don't rise up to fight against that, then you deserve just what you get. Same goes for us here in Chicago. Now, if you notice what they're using is the terminology. See, it's not the police enforcing it. The police said they're not going to enforce it. So they got the sheriffs to. But that's pretty insignificant because it's only like 250 sheriffs in New York. You know, it's it's 50,000 cops. You know what I'm saying? But uh, they don't have the manpower to enforce it. It's just the fact that they put it on the books. And also... That we having all this explosion in COVID-19 cases. And uh, ironically, uh, all the hospitals that's backed up, not in Manhattan, they're not in Brooklyn, they're not in Queens, they're not in the Bronx, they're all the way in Staten Island where nobody can't check and see if they're exactly. uh, backed up or not. You know what I'm saying? They must so, have saw the video. Yep, yep. Yeah, they got a 400% increase in Staten Island and they they show you these um, trailers they got outside with the COVID, but anyone tested positive for COVID-19, they're testing positive for general coronavirus, which is the common cold, which is also right. called common common COVID, um, co- common coronavirus. So that's the common yeah. cold. So uh, they're going to up the numbers. Everyone's they get the sniffles for a couple days, and then they feel okay, and then after a week, they're good. It sounds like um, you got the common cold. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I don't think that they fired Sidney Powell. Uh, I think that she's dealing with the conspiracy as far as the voting machines, which are crimes. And um, Trump's lawyers can't accuse people of crimes because they need to stick to the fraud which is more of a civil type of case. He needs to just simply show the states broke their own laws to try to get the fraud into higher cases, which he can't use the crimes as the the um, the way to get that done. He has to use the ballots, the people not being able to look. Um, he can't get into the crimes of the voting machine. So she's working on that, her and Wood. That's what I'm getting out of it. Because it's a conflict of interest, you know. Um, them, if he's putting forth, forth these these um, affidavits for the fraud, and then he's also putting forth affidavits to look into the crime, it's a conflict of interest. So to keep those two things separate, which is um, which is how most good lawyers would do, they'll tell you, man, go get another law firm to deal with this part. We'll deal with this part for you because we don't want that conflict of interest. So um, anything Trump says, anything she says about Dominion or anything, it doesn't stick to Trump. You see what I'm saying now? He's sticking yeah. strictly to the law. Uh, that's what I'm getting from it. I'm thinking um, they don't have a beef 
I'm just thinking like right now he has to separate himself from her because she's making criminal allegations against people and he can't, you know what I'm saying? He can't do that because he's trying to get civil. He's trying to get this to the, to the um, appellate court back to the, up to the Supreme court, which is they're going to deal. They not, they don't deal with criminal stuff. They deal with appellate, you know, um, with with more civil, you know, the, the, the back and forth arguing. So, We'll see with that, but um, yeah, I don't think she got fired. I I, I know you do, but I, I don't know. No, you know no, 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 no. No, I don't. I said they kicked her to the curb. Okay, and the reason that they kicked her to the curb is in part for what you said. See, I'm clear on all that. But what okay, I'm saying is, there are people that are monitoring that are saying why they did that because. She was the shining light in all of it. Okay? It was her that everybody was looking to, and they tried to come up with the money thing and and that kind of thing, right? All those were cover stories designed to uh, 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 alleviate the pressure, so to speak. But I tell you what, the the proof is going to be in the pudding. Let's see where her and her colleague... Uh, Lynn Wood, let's see what they drop tomorrow. Because, see, I see a convergence or confluence of both of them, and you're right. One of them deals with the criminal side of the thing in terms of individuals and their criminal activities, and the other one is dealing with a, a systemic approach in terms of fraud. I'm saying they are both connected. Oh, yeah, so yeah, while sure. I, I also don't think it's no no small coincidence that they're having public hearings tomorrow at the same time that they're due to drop this stuff. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, because the bar, the burden of proof for what she's trying to do is she needs to prove reasonable doubt. You know what I'm saying? Whereas what right. Giuliani got to do is just prove that one ballot was scored and then take that one ballot to try to fight. Hey, this one, you know, that's all he got to do is just prove it's, it's one ballot was scored and the whole thing is a fraud. You know, that is your argument. It's just totally Yeah, different. but you know what, Tut? The Supreme Court ain't going to go nowhere with that. You got to come with systemic, okay? Now, I know they got all of the signed declarations from the witnesses and all that, and that's good. But what what this, what her and Lynn Wood are talking about would just blow the whole thing out the water. And it's global. It's going to deal with the global aspects of this. That's why I was into the British thing tonight. I ain't got to the other part of this that British connection to this through Lord Malik. The British hand behind the coup shows it Mm -hmm. scales again because the British have been behind this stuff going back to so-called Trump Russia. Well, the British are very much involved with this thing today through one of their major intelligence folk named Lord Malik Brown. Here we go again. All right? No accident that Smartmatic, one of the places that they're pointing to, is London. 
It always goes right? back to the always goes back to the kingdom, brother. That's yes, and Canada. Look at it. And Canada. Yeah, that's a puppet <laughs> state. Yep. Oh, the last exactly. thing I was gonna say is um mm-hmm. have you heard of the Creole syndicate? Yes. If you notice, they um the another globalist agency, but this is for the, you know, you got the Club of Rome, Club of Vienna, Club of Madrid, you know, Club of Budapest. This is the Club of the Dead. These is all family trust, you know, people that died and they left their money behind to just um, push this globalist agenda, and um, big money behind it. But um, what I what I was um, getting at is they're trying to. Uh, put a tax on water. That's their number one agenda. Is their whole trillions of dollars in these family accounts and trusts are left behind for them to control the resource of water and um, to make it scarce enough where they can control how much water you get. Um, even uh, in China, right? They already imposed some of these measures uh, where they don't use water to flush their. Um, their, their urinals anymore. They got to mm-hmm. press the button, a foam just comes down and because uh, they can't use but so much water. So they're already imposing these, um, you know, two-minute showers, you know, your water just cuts off, you know, after two minutes or whatever, um, you know, so you're not using, as you know, uh, consuming uh, more water than anyone else and whatever, just putting the cap on it. And um, this Creole syndicate, man, they're the number one people meeting up so a bunch of um, trust managers and stuff meeting up, putting money behind, controlling the water. Um, but, yeah, look into that, you know, if you haven't. I know you said you heard of them. And I'll mute myself. Yeah, I saw a video just recently on them where they showed these. I'm just vividly recalling the, the, um, the picture on the video, and it was basically like, Rich people, you know, all standing up and some of them sitting down. We probably, did you see that video? No, I haven't seen any videos on them. What I what I did was I got the white papers and stuff and um, looked into some okay. of the, the the people whose um, trust uh, according to this. Uh, it also, the foundations is also invested in this, which includes the Open Society, the Bill and Melinda Gates yeah. Foundation, the Clinton. So it's the same people, you know, uh, just yeah. another arm of the globalists. But this is where they where they die. They put their money into this, so their trust. Because when you well, when you dealing with trust banks, they can't lose your well, money, you know, like insurance. Yeah, banks, watch, like they got to be able to pay out. So yeah, go ahead, sir. Watch this, uh, I'm with you one thousand percent. What was Gislaine Maxwell's foundation based upon? You remember? Um, no, no, not I, I don't remember. I remember what's the name was on um, DNA and stuff, but go ahead. Cleaning up the oceans and maintaining control of it. Sounds like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and just before she got busted, she shut it down. Thank you, mm-hmm. Talk Mouse. Better love. Yes, ma'am. Excellent comments, my brother. Better love. Let's go to uh, 
773 450. 20 years, right? So, I mean, we could even fix machine. But get right. a hold of this. Now, if I pose this question and nobody can answer it, let me ask y'all this question. Now, because elections usually are figured out within 24 hours, this 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 question comes up, because this was a question I've been asked. Now, usually it's the way it works. In regular honest election with legality, if you need a mail-in ballot, you make application for them in advance. That's for people that is military. You know, you're off to school somewhere. You ain't going to be home at your regular address or you're a transient person on the move and you know you ain't going to be in that area at the time when voting comes Yeah, up. that's so absentee. That's right. You that's absentee. Application. Go ahead. You make application and then we see y'all and send them out the stuff. They get it and they, they also vote in time. So when day of election comes and we in there, then we also feed those in because they come in like in a batch because they were all taken oh, in. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to ask you, brother, is this my Muslim brother that's always called into or used to call into Selene? I called in once before. You know, I like to listen, man, you know, because. Okay, okay, got- okay, okay. I, I just got you mixed up based on your voice with somebody else. Go ahead, my brother. It's all right. You know, we always got the same spirit. That's why I always say we like family because, you know, he could be my, he's my brother one way or the other. He carried that same spirit. Yes, sir. But check this out. So we were, so come in, you can use each other within 24 hours. Now, check this out. Right. This is my, now, since when? Because, you know, that voting is an option, right? Meaning that, right. might not be, you know, they say vote for the lesser two evil. You're looking at those two choices, you might say, I ain't interested, right? Now, right. we mentioned that these mail-in ballots are done in advance because you make requests, right? And so right. It's fast mail-out ballots to every address on the planet. I mean, for example, if... I had a grant, usually like in black neighborhoods and that, usually you get the elder people coming in to vote mostly. They're coming in with walkers and stuff. They walk up to the little thing, we help them, set them in spot, and then they make their choices for who they vote for and they leave out. Now, right. if grandma ain't there coming in the election, who's going to fill out that ballot and say, Grandma, sign here? Now, how is that valid? Plus, on top of that, one of my boys that died. Now, he, somebody turned in his ballot and he's dead. And what about, yeah, seriously. And then what about people that had moved? 
How many of y'all get old mail from people that used to live at that address? So you're getting the mail-in ballot for these people that ain't there. So what about those? All day, every day. So now all of a sudden, two months later, we still ain't for sure because we got to send that money out to anybody. That's straight up Because they wanted chaos in the election so that they could not, a winner could not be declared. This all was planned by Old Testament. Go ahead, my brother. Check this out. I can appreciate even being with y'all when we ain't got to do no social distancing. I can feel some warmth. This unmasked type of, you know, presentation. What are they doing, man? You need to breathe air, right? Ain't these one of the most common things, water and air to light? I mean, you need Allegedly. to drink water <laughs> air, right? I mean, you got to breathe air. I mean, you need to breathe because breathing is a whole piece to itself. But check this out. They're going to tell you to inhale, inhale your own fumes? What you trying to do, kill yourself? And lastly, I'm the type of person to do the research. Only anything that's supposed to be a virus, you build up an immunity to a virus, right? Now, how you going to build to the virus covering yourself up? Who are they trying to fool? Then the next thing they say, oh, well, then one of my partners, he's a, you know what, hospital, medical, admin guy. Like in, in in management where the money gets turned over, he say, "Man, everything that died out of here, we say got COVID related. We get extra money. It's just like you said, somebody died of a common cold. They called it the the COVID, whatever they called it. He died of COVID, right? Play these games and create so much fear that people are sitting around here taking up time on all this stuff. And it's like if it's an election, only reason I brought that up." It's because I know how elections always go. So how you going to just mail out dollars to every human being, two and three of them at that, and say, y'all going to be this way, and we're going to have an election that's going to be based on this bogusness. There ain't no way you can do that. People dead, folks voting for other folks. Man, come on, what's up with that? So what you just described is a prescription for a a re-election because that means that all of those mail-in ballots that cannot be confirmed because they violate all of the protocols for elections, all of them, right? Because you cannot check them. There's no signature. In most cases, the signatures don't even have to match. They ain't even checking them. How are you going to check? How are you going to check somebody? My boy died. How are you going to check his? And he's dead. They don't even know he's dead yet, right? That is correct. Hey, if somebody getting a social security check and you ain't say they dead yet, and you got the number to they they uh, ATM, they gonna send the money about ninety days unless you send the death certificate saying somebody died, right? That is correct. Rolling on in, ain't? That is correct. So you're talking about massive fraud. I'm talking about normality and how they setting it up, right? But nobody was able yeah, to answer I, that question. Every time I asked, they couldn't answer. Did check this out, y'all. You got in Chicago this insanity. I was just checking it out. You talking about this year? Like uh, they they always talk about how many people get killed, which ain't really relevant to me. I be looking at the total number of people who get shot, right? Right. Because if you get shot, you ain't dead. You might be in a bad situation. But they ain't going to put you down as a homicide, right? I'm talking right. about 4,000 4, shots this year. 
talking about 750 yeah. homicides. And only homicides, they talk about the children that get shot, like under 10 or something. Everybody else right. really mad. Control until in my in my neighborhood, I, I live in Inglewood neighborhood. Hey, shoot, I'm in Roseland. One block, if we one block away, don't nobody even move on my block. It's like that's y'all's problem. It ain't on my block yet. That's the way they treat right. them. Like gun shooting is just so common until it ain't on my block. I ain't got to worry about it. Man, right? Man, check this out just to show you the progression of that. In a month's time, just this month alone. They got over 200, 300 people shot already in 50 homicides. In one mm-hmm. week, just these four days. You're talking about 30 people, 35 people shot and almost 10 people killed. In four days, what's this, killing every day? Shooting up. Absolutely. I mean, what type of love is that, man? What's going it on? It ain't here? none. And then it I, is, I, I said this before, my brother. Chicago is spiritually dead, and I watched it die because the people begin to get a false sense of security through electoral politics. And we have thrown everything else to the wind in pursuit of something that gives us the least return on our investment, and that's a fact. If that was your 401k, your ass will be working till you was 95 years old because there's no way you could retire off what you your money is being invested in. That's the problem. And so check this out. So they promote it in the images they show. The bad guys got the prettiest girls. They always do what they want and have fun, and they got more money and everything else. What are they promoting that for? It's like, what about you know. what about? Partner's son turn around and call himself being gay. I say, well, I guess by the time they promoted that to him day and night, he figured he might as well go both ways, right? That is I correct. Have, yeah, you got to have a gay representative, like it's something special. But, you know, all that kind of blow me away because these people ain't got nothing going, man. Back in the day during it's- the city, they had Sodom and Gomorrah and other cities. I mean, if somebody showed up in town, the whole town coming out for an orgy. Since when they've been now doing watch that. this. Watch this. How long you been in Chicago? You've been in Chicago for a minute, right? Man, I'm going on seventy. Okay. Okay, <laughs> so we in the same we in the same neighborhood. So we've seen the change. We literally watched it happen. Now, watch this. Who's the mayor? The, the 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 gay the outwardly gay black woman that's married to a white woman. How, how did she get there? Because they voted in. Because the ones no, that they the didn't. Was talking about in the power got it was supposed to be no 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 no. Women. Hold on, I got you. Now watch this. Watch this because I'm taking you somewhere now. What kind of voting machines are they using in Chicago elections? <laughs> no, no, specifically. Dominion. Yeah, right. No, no, Smartmatic. Okay. Smartmatic is okay. work directly with Dominion to flip the votes. Exactly. Now, who put her in office when they put her in office? 
because they unveiled that Baphomet in Springfield the same time that you got that big, dumpy Old Testament governor down there they put on the fifth floor in Chicago. Okay, but check it out. I can almost confirm that. I I was a judge, right? How come the paper Oh, ballots, I know it. How come the paper ballots become so few? Remember? If you go back... Of course. We had, we had, almost, we had more paper ballots. Did you just see through which better, more recommended in terms of what could be counted? Once well, everybody just punches buttons and they say they did something, they say you were slipped, then what? My right? brother, they had hearings in the city council which pointed out the fact that uh, the, the uh, election totals were being added up in Venezuela from Chicago. It was all kind of hearings behind that. Pull it up when you get a chance. Smartmatic systems used in Chicago. And the stuff you're going to see is going to blow your mind. No, The key thing to all of this is Chicago is now being run by the Jewish mafia. When you hear me saying Old Testament, that's who I'm talking about. Wow, he just said. They told that little idiot daily because they had him by the short hairs. Did That's you right. either resign? I'm talking about Daly, uh, Little Richie, okay? Right. That idiot. Right. They told him that he either resigned or they're going to lock his ass up because they wanted total control of this city. And who did we get? He left the chief of staff's office and became the mayor of the city of Chicago, and it was nothing but havoc. All plain. I'm talking Rahm Emanuel. Exactly. All had been in the Clinton uh, uh, administration, had been top dog and his brothers. Y'all know the, 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 the drum roll, right? His brothers and the other. Yes, sir. They all got that stuff covered, right? I mean, you know, that's why they were thinking. Now, let me ask you this, right? my brother. Okay. What happened to the on. Italian okay. mafia? Okay. They said he was Wasn't this one of the headquarters for the Italian mafia? What happened to him? Okay. I'm going to give you the answer. They moved them right out. The same thing that the same thing that happened to them, oh, right, happened to the Catholic right. Church. The Catholic Church is being systematically dismantled in this city. This was a Catholic-run town, particularly the police. Okay, wow. the the <laughs> Jewish mafia has taken over this joint, and they have empowered the LGBT community out of one wow. of their headquarters that you and I both know as Hyde Park, right? To be the right. center of their activities. That's where the mafia is being run out of. Hyde Park. Oh, man. You know it's too true. But check that, this out. Thank you, caller. I got to move on. I got to move on. We're running out of time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you, family. Okay. So we're getting short on time here. Hold on. Homeboy. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, 773-779. Hotel family. Hotel family. One love. Brother Rob, I just wanted to add to that uh, piece when you were talking about uh, Operation Paperclip. Yeah. And it's interesting. Uh, There were 1,700 scientists that were smuggled into the United States from Germany, and most right. of them went over to New Mexico as scientists. Right. But the other yes. piece to that, 
another half from went over to Russia. To yeah, that, that was his big scientific program or space program. That was Stalin and Roosevelt's peace plan before Roosevelt kicked the bucket. They had Absolutely. a meeting about that in Malta. Uh, uh, exactly. You know, the sovereign military order of Malta that Joe Biden belongs to? Go ahead, my brother. Absolutely. So these top, because back in World War II, Germany had basically the top scientists in the world. That's right. And one of the top scientists that came over here with Operation Paperclip, Paperclip was Warner Von Braun. Correct. eventually became head of NASA. Correct. A Nazi German scientist become head of NASA. NASA. That's right. Think about that. But Germany had a real war machine. Matter of fact, Oppenheimer, that went to the University of Chicago to start the Manhattan Project. All of these right. guys came from Germany. So the United States became Germany 2.0. Yes, sir. Yes, Actually, sir. Germany had was developing just before the war in the, a wonder weapon that was supposed to be so powerful it would have probably destroyed all of Europe. But it got shut down because Hitler got greedy and went into Russia. Also, he was fighting the Brits. So he was fighting two fronts. And eventually, he ran out of resources. Yep. The German hierarchy was heavily into the occult. Hitler, uh, Himmler, Goebbing, Hess, all of these guys was steeped into the occult. No question. Matter of fact, that swastika is actually an ancient African symbol. That they turn yes. upside down. Yeah, it denotes movement. Absolutely. So they was heavy into the occult. That's why uh, the United States knew, the Russians knew, that they had to get those scientists on their side. And what you eventually had was the United States and Russia developing their, uh, their space programs with uh, Nazi Nazi uh, scientists uh, hidden hidden the whole thing, and you know something else, Fred. No matter what they produced, they all looked alike. Every time Russia came, uh, United States came up with something, Russia come up with exactly the same thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because basically, they was working with the same group of people, as you call absolutely <laughs> the, the Nazi That's Germany. Right. But. Uh, uh, I wanted to make uh, make a comment about that one piece I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. And I know you know this. There's uh, water toilets throughout the whole world because the fresh water is running out. A lot of big cities are on water rations. Yep. Because water right now is becoming very, very de- depleted. And we in Chicago, we are in the epicenter of the world's largest body of fresh water, the Great Lakes. Yep. Yep. So 
this whole water thing is going to be very, very interesting in, a, in the next couple of years, or it's happening now, because it's a worldwide, if you go over to Africa, you go over, there's a water, of clean water. Now, it's plenty of yeah. salt water because yeah, they call it oceans. fresh water. Exactly. Yeah, fresh water, the fresh water fresh water from the lake. Yeah. And it's been That's what we got. depleted and polluted. Yes. That's why you go over in California, it's cities like Sacramento, they're on water rations. That is in LA, you know, you can you know, in the summer you can only water your grass maybe once a week or some you know, crazy shit like that. But there's Brother a, Fred. Yes. If you go outside the city of Chicago, there are major suburbs who basically have to get their water from other municipalities. Uh, yeah, but like like Chicago. <laughs> that is correct. Now but watch because, this. Because of the lake water. The, that the, is correct. The lake water is the cleanest drinking water you can find. But now watch this, Fred. As opposed to salt water. Watch know. this. Under Rahm Emanuel, because, see, this was told to me by a friend of mine that's a real estate agent. What were they snatching people's properties for? Uh, those water taxes. Not paying the water bills. Yeah, those water taxes. Yeah, that water bill, yes, man. Sir. Which is criminal, man. I mean, look, yes, God, there were some people had water bills of $30,000, $40,000. That's right. Because they let it pile up. The city could have intervened at any time. But it wasn't a problem, right, until they ready to start snatching people's property. Because in the world of tomorrow, that's right around the corner. This ain't like 20 years from now, family. You ain't going to own nothing. They're telling you already. Water, Rob, water is fund. Water and oxygen, bruh, is the two most greatest things on this planet. And they're going to tax you on that, too. Yeah, and water <laughs> in any major city, there's got to be a source of water, clean water. And when yep. that is shut down, you're going to really see some chaos and confusion going on. You're going to have yep. actually gonna have wars for water. Uh, Israel. Israel. water uh, to survive. No doubt. Okay, I know that. y'all short on time, but I just wanted um, to add that to the conversation. Okay, we'll be back tomorrow, you. man. Okay, hotel. Hotel. Okay. Oh, better love. <clears throat> okay, let's go to uh, 708-829. Greetings, much love. <laughs> better love. <laughs> I love you, baby. Oh, better love. Eddie B. What's huh? happening, brother Rob? I heard you in the background. Uh, oh, you heard me. You shot me. <laughs> 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 I heard that, oh God! I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm laughing like a mug. I'm, uh, anyway, let me go. <laughs> what happened? What happened? I'm, did I miss something? No, no, you ain't missed nothing. Y'all was into y'all conversation, and and Sister Barry was trying to go to the next call, and y'all didn't hear nothing. Y'all was just deep, and oh, <laughs> Sister Barry. Oh, okay. Oh, oh Lord! Oh Lord! <laughs> I'm busting up over here. <laughs> okay. Let me get back on track. So, 
place to tell the family y'all know we right now numbers, man. I got five on it. Cause put the cash on it right quick. Dealing with Brother Tugmost talking about how they shut New York down for the for the holidays. They doing it uh, the same way here, but not as rough as they're doing it there. But looking mm-hmm. at that, that 14 day, there's 14, there's that five again. And when you say 14 yep. days, days come to 13, 14, 13 is metaphysics. See, and this is why even Trump came up with his hurry-up plan trying to show that he's with these nuts when we know he's not. And he called uh, yep. his new uh, rapid response uh, warp speed, warp 13, yep. speed 23, which, again, is that 4-5, him being the 45th president. Mm-hmm. So as we've been saying, mm-hmm. we're seeing it as comply or die, 13, 14, and the 14 or 5 being die. Because that's relevant of what they're pushing. Because right now, mm-hmm. this fake, what they call five, is the second waves. We had the first wave. The second wave, you put that S on it, is 21. And we call it next year 2021. Second wave mm-hmm. is the two. Waves is the 21. This is what we better mm-hmm. prepare for because this is why they're pushing the five called the vaccine. Because it's five vaccine, which is also 23, is death 23. No doubt. Pushing. <clears throat> so, again, uh, understanding that papers that Brother Tom is talking about, putting us back in that slave-like era, is the wall that we haven't heard any more of dealing with Mexico. As I said, we're going to be boarded in our own particular states. And a thing that you always tell the family if you are going to do some visiting to your family uh, and friends, do us a favor. Leave your phone at home. See, yep. because all of this dealing with the second wave is should be letting us know that with this tracing and tracking, you will be traced and you will be tracked. When you go to places that they're telling you to stay away from, that's dealing with this, it's not that you're scared, you're just being careful, see, because... You're going to run out of money, you store the money, and you're going to use, what, your credit card. But regardless, mm-hmm. you got your phone and tracking you every place you go. So, again, mm-hmm. when they start hiding, they already prep you for the bullshit, excuse my French, that by Christmas you're going to see a surge, there's that word again, a surge in this Corolla virus, where I like to call it the five. They call it the way it is. They call it. Coronavirus. That's the five. Brother Rob, you keep mm-hmm. saying it's the flu. Coronavirus is five. Flu is the five. It's the same damn thing. The mm-hmm. words change, the numbers change. So the flu is no more than the coronavirus, even by number. But this is what they keep telling us. But metaphysically, we have to look at that two, three for next year, 2030. It's understanding that a lot of these people, like we say BL, and we say BL is for better love. The BL for most of these people this year until next year is going to be believe the lie because that's what most of them are doing right now. They believe the lie. Believe is a two. Lie is a three. There's the two and the three. Metaphysically, we should see that the universe, too, is putting us back in order. Three. And at the end of the day, it's dealing with that all-seeing eye. Seeing is two, eye is three. Metaphysically, we're able to see 
with the universe is putting back in order when they are believing a lie with uh, the biggest liar, as we said, uh, Sleepy Joe. So with that, family, peace, and love, and uh, you ain't going to rush me off, uh, Sister Babe. I'm going to get off in time. (laughs) 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 So y'all can get the reason for tomorrow. (laughs) But anyway, We already out of time, brother Eddie. Yeah, I got excellent comments. I'm going to tune in until the show is over because y'all will still be yes, on. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Peace and love. Ex- excellent <laughs> comments, my brother. Peace and love. Thank you. Better love. Thank Hotel. There, just want the family to know the name of that mm-hmm. video I played earlier that was Dr. Roger Hodgkinson. H O D. H O D K I N S O N Hodgkinson. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Roger Hawkinson. Okay. Where am I yeah. at here? Uh seven seven three eight nine five. Man, a lot a lot of Chicago callers call calling in the night. Yes, y'all blew y'all took over the line tonight. Damn, Southside, Inglewood, Blue Island. I said, wow. We vibing tonight. The Wild Hunters. The Wild There you go. (laughs) In the house. Man, (laughs) literally. No, but you, something you touched on earlier about the the crime, the crime was going on here. Now, let's go back to maybe about February or March. I said maybe April. Now, maybe mm-hmm. even before that, now they talked about um, when they legalized the marijuana or the weed here. And uh, yep. that chick, Kim Fox, was already, they was already talking about releasing the low-level offenders. Okay, good, bad, whatever the case. But then here comes the COVID. Oh, now you had the big explosion of COVID cases in one of the biggest county prisons here in the Midwest, Cook County. We got to let them out. Right. Huh, okay. So you letting all these people out and then not knowing that a lot of high level offenders on the low was being released too because a lot of sheriffs and some of the police officers came out and said that they were told to release a lot of these inmates. Some of them weren't told at all. They were just told to let them go. And then toppled with that, you got all these people here losing their jobs and stuff like that. Um, they can't pay their rent or can't feed their kids, whatever. Bam, there you go. There, 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 there's your purge. There's your crime wave. So it's like a big gumbo yeah. of stuff going on in terms of, like I said, who's being released, who's not being released, whatever. And you you basically got a free fall here. You know, the people really down here going to work and stuff. Yeah, yes, sir. Who's the father of the effort? To legalize marijuana It has been financing it Since the 1980s He's one of the first financiers To basically begin To normalize Who? George Soros Bingo (laughs) Now who put Kim Fox in office? also financing these damn States attorneys here across the U.S. too Bingo There's your Kim Fox Bingo. Wow. Go ahead, my brother. I I mean, I mean, really ain't too much to say behind that, but it's like people need to really 
hopefully wake up and really see see what's going on, you know. Um, like, I, I don't know if I had mentioned this last night, a lot of businesses here are closing up, and they're not coming back. But now, um, they're talking about now initiating a ground tax on a lot of these ground services, like with FedEx and UPS and Amazon. But see, I don't think that's going to matter anyway, because now since people are going to be locked up in the house, which they are locked up in my house, people are going to be ordering shit off of lines. You know, now a lot of the stores are not necessarily shut down totally, but like now some of them are limiting access to the stores or what they're making you do now. You have to go online, order the stuff. Then you go to the store and wait outside, and they bring it to you. Then we put the shit in the bag right. anymore, but that's neither here or there. But then it's like it's getting to a point where now you're in a house. They want you to be ordering, paying all this Google Apps of money for streaming services, Netflix, Hulu, and all this other bullshit, and having you ordering shit online, Amazon, whatever, you know. But that's part of that technocracy piece is going on. Also with the groceries, yeah. it's getting to a point where now – they don't want you physically in the grocery stores no more. They want you to go ahead, order the groceries online, and someone bring them to you. I don't want nobody, you know, picking my damn greens and, you know, apples and all that shit because that the stuff might not be no good. But this is, you know, like I said, if the stuff doesn't change too, if the right people don't get in office, like you said earlier, it's a wrap. So that's all I have to say. Uh, excellent comments, Brother Derek. And I'm just going to add nope. that. Yes, sir. It, the, the level of information that the people have has to change. That comes by way of media. That's why they are adept at controlling every single facet of the media. So I'm going to tell you what they, because they're already talking about shutting down alternative news uh, on online. The next thing you're going to see take place in terms of, of, of uh, communications, the internet, etc., is URLs being taken down indiscriminately because all of that is going to come through the United Nations. Shit, I think it's already happening. I mean, every people talking about how YouTube and, and Facebook is being censored. I mean, anybody like right now, anybody's really speaking those actual truth, they're being they're being wiped out. It's already I, happening. And then, like I tell how long people, I've been you screaming. know, go ahead, there, man. Years. I mean, the past, I don't know, past couple years, two, three years. But it's like, you know, CNN and ABC and Fox has got so many people hypnotized, you know. But um, like I said, I, I still got I still got hope. I'm not going to keep that doom and gloom mindset, whatever. I mean, but we got to realize we, we got a big fight in our hands. But I think, like I said, we can win in the end. So with that being said, okay. Hotel Better Love, thanks for taking my call. Hotel, brother call. Derek. Better love. Okay. Excellent comment. Yes. Okay. Yes. Let's go to six three zero nine one eight six three zero nine one eight. What's up, family? Three zero. Yes, we can. Yes, sir. Hotel, family. Hotel. Hey, Auntie Bev. How you doing, Doctor Rob? Um, I'm doing great. Excellent. Better love. Better love, and that's what's really keeping me. You know, through it all, it's just loving people while they while they're in the illusion. So, um, <laughs> I didn't see. I didn't, you guys didn't touch on tonight. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but Michael Flynn 
they said Trump is going to pardon him. That was on um, Zero Edge and Gateway Pundit. No, so I, I didn't see that. that. Yeah, that was, it, 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 it really broke when you guys came on. So it broke. It came up. It broke right when you guys came on the air tonight. So um, be looking out for that because I got. I think that's gonna have something to do with what's going on tomorrow and going into next week. Well, um, they they had that guy muzzled because they know the last thing they want him is in a position where he can talk. Mhm. Mhm. And, and he um, can tell it all. Go ahead. Uh, and I'm and I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna get off the line. Um, Amazon Prime got a, and Trump was talking about it, but I seen it and it said it was a six. Well, it's a documentary, and mm-hmm. he was talking about uh, the name of it was the, the plot to set up the president against the president. And yeah. Only thing I could think of was you, the doctor, because it was going through Michael Flynn, uh, all the ones that that, that tried to, Obama to try to set him up, um, because they didn't want Michael Flynn. And all of them to talk while when Trump got into office. That's and right. That's all. They, and, and they talked about that uh, thoroughly. But that, that's a great documentary. Through that whole documentary, he was talking about everybody that was trying, that was setting them up. Mm-hmm. But Trump endorsed it, so it was a great documentary. So I recommend that. That's on Amazon Prime. Or you guys can find it on uh, different, you know, independent media. But yeah, I agree. I and I'm aware of it. Go okay. ahead. Um, but that's basically it. I just wanted to throw that, that at you guys and um, go on some more callers. I see Beth. I don't want to get in trouble, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have make a make sure you tune in tomorrow because we going in on Antifa, my brother. Oh yeah, and uh, I seen that tonight too. What you talked about, what they said is going to put a roadblocks and barriers, and they they got weapons. So I seen he came Ain't out and said that today. I seen that when you said it. I seen it. I said, "Wow, you know." So, that takes a lot hmm. of nerve, brother, to go on on yes. social media and they announced it. They sure did. They sure did. And let it. You you didn't see no fact check on that, did you? No, sir. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was no fact check on that one. So that's I right. Love all y'all. Did they say did they say what city they was gonna put up the barricade? Uh I'm not sure, but I do know in Louisville they were already doing something similar to that today. See, they want to start something. Michelle, they but they really don't the want to start something because I'm gonna say it again. They had all kind of opportunity right there in Chocolate City. Last weekend, when all the white folks is up there, they could have went there and raised all kind of hell. And I found it interesting that they were basically invisible in D.C. The D.C. police okay. don't even attempt to arrest them people. They was intimidating and bum-rushing senators. And none of them people got charged. They whooping the police ass in D.C. And none of those people got charged. And the reason they ain't getting charged is because they're using black pain and frustration to push their agenda. I'm going to say this again. Just go all the way back 2,000 years ago. The same thing took place. 
And when the deal go down, who they want to give the first shots to, man, on this experimental vaccine that ain't been tested on nobody? Who they want to give it to first? Us. They love you to death. Yes, they do. To death. We're going to take this last call at 336 4558. And when you get gone for about a week sometimes, bro, we, you drive us crazy, bro. We don't know what's going on. <laughs> last week, okay. Fab usually put up a, uh, like an a old show or something. She didn't yeah, put up yeah. nothing, so I was like, damn, something's Oh, my brother, you just don't know. Mm-hmm. I told Bear people were calling here getting on me. <laughs> Where's the show at? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, sometimes all, all right, of us man. get busy, you know? I'm sorry, go ahead, Fab. No, nah, I say you are a rock, man. We need you, and it, it, it motivates me to try to tell people and try to do as much research as I can. But it's just like I said, just seeing our people in, in this in this trance right now. It's just it's like I said, it's crazy because as you can see, they done ramped up the violence all over, all yep. over everywhere around in America. Yep. So they pushing what they need, what they trying to push. And then this was off the subject because I listened to uh, Tutmos last week and he was talking about the Jeezy and uh, and I guess his Gucci man. They had a like a little they, who had the best shit, and I guess they got history as far as one of them was supposed to send somebody to kill him and he killed the dude or whatnot or whatever. But you could just they blew this whole event up, and one of them was just trying to talk somewhat civilized and then the other one was just on basically perpetuating what's going on in the street. So I look at it like that's that was a PSYOPs program that was ran right there on black people. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Well, I tried to because tell people for many, many years that what you see in terms of the violence is all a marketing strategy. Understand, this has been marketed to black youth for 30 years. Oh, actually, it's a little longer than that. All right? So what you see is people acting out what they see on television. That's where it comes from. This is marketing. If they want to stop the violence, they could cut it to little or nothing using the exact same methodology called advertising. This is all marketing, my brother. Oh, I see it. Yeah, I definitely see it. Then what you were saying. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I got to ask somebody this because this just blew me away. I went past the NBA draft. Let me show you how crazy this shit is and show you how the marketing works. Do you know I saw the vast majority of them young brothers, 18, 19 years old, in pants up above their ankles that they look like sissies? Did you happen to see any of that? Nah, man. man, I've been so much out of all that sports stuff, I barely even watched that stuff. I think I caught the championship game. 
and that was it. I probably watched some. Boxing I didn't watch any of it. This just yeah, ha- I just happened for some reason to go to the draft. These young boys just coming out of college. Almost all of them were wearing skin tight pants that come up above their ankles like a woman three, four years ago would wear the pants that came up above their ankles. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's crazy out here, bro. I see, <laughs> I, I'm waiting on them to throw on dresses, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's all I want to call to just talk to y'all, man. Thank hey, you. Man, I appreciate Thank it. You. Love y'all, Bill. Wow. Much love, yeah, my brother. Yeah. You yes, sir. Better love. Both better love. Better love. All right. Okay. Be- better love. All right. Um, you know what? Uh, let me see. This we got ten minutes. We got ten minutes. Okay. Six one four three six two six one four. Hey, better love. Last but not least, <laughs> huh? Yeah. Okay, daddy. Yeah. Okay, so um, this is what I wanted to say because I didn't get in last night real quick. Uh, Pfizer, I went on, I think it was Brighton.com. It's in the Truth About Vaccines website. They only had a study with 94 people out of 45,000. In other words, they didn't do no experimentation. Yeah. So basically... That's a one percent pull. If you we really, if are you really the guinea pig, the experimenting on the people is what you're saying. Got it. Go ahead. Right, right. So they're not using a big enough, you know, study going across the board. This is a very small controlled study that in no way covers everyone's genetic DNA. And you were saying last night briefly about the um, M. RNA uh, vaccine, yeah. part of all this. Yeah. There is a company here in Columbus that is actually marketing a freezer to keep those things in. Yeah. So let me tell you something. It's, it's a mess. It's a mess. We really are going to have to really step back in some kind of way because I think they're going to try to push back and start buckling down on people, you know, trying to hinder them from uh, trying to skip it. You know, I don't know what's going to, my friends and even in healthcare, they're they're scrambling. I see you might want to think about taking an early retirement. You know, I'm, I'm really sorry, you know, or find something you could do at home, something that's going to help get you through this, because you're talking about four years of that jackass? Uh-uh, no, no. Mm-mm. No. Well, Both for some strange reason, for some strange reason, many of the young black people have been fed this propaganda that the government is going to be working on their behalf. I don't know where nope. they get that from outside of the educational system. Because I'm going to tell you, if you ask me, Delusional. the government you know is why? not your friend. They already show that, what's her name? Kamala Shala, whatever her name is. And uh, yes. Joe Biden already got 500,000 Indians lined up for citizenship, but you got played with your little vote. So, suddenly, you good and important when you go to the polls, but after that, you ain't nothing. Well, wait. For the cotton picking. Uh, when was so the last time you heard... Up. When Thank was the you. last time you heard 
any of them mention reparations? Ain't going to, because she ain't even in on it. And all the people are saying pay the people. I have people who are ministers and, and with sorority people supporting Andrew Yang and all them, pay the people, pay. They ain't going to do nothing. You're not my friend no more because I try to tell you it's all a ploy and it's all a game and you playing right on in with it. But in in, in fairness, I do not think large numbers going to happen. Next. I do not think Those large people, numbers of black people voted for anybody. Okay, right. I think that what I happened was they just they counted everybody whether you voted or not. It didn't matter. Yeah. They filled out a a a, a, vote, a ballot on your behalf. That's what happened in Detroit. That's what happened in uh, Milwaukee. That's what happened in Atlanta. And that's what happened all over this country. Large numbers of black people mm. didn't vote, but they voted anyway. Mm. So how can we go and check that? Can I just call up to the mm. Board of Elections? Uh, here's what I think, and this is what I suggested, because there are people that's doing this right now. They are canvassing people. They're calling people who allegedly were supposed to have voted. And they're finding out just what I said. A lot of people were allegedly supposed to have voted and didn't. And they didn't send in no mail in. No, we didn't do that at all. We had we was gonna do That's that. That's why they ended like, up nope, with so many dead people. Because all they did was went down the voters' rolls and they just marked for Biden and fake signed the signatures. That's why they had to have the situation where signature identification wasn't required. Because once you remove the signature, uh, you can do whatever you want to. The biggest scam <laughs> in, the it in the mail, of the world. Wouldn't get a check. It's insane. Mm-hmm. And that's because God oh. is, I got to let you and everybody else know. Hello? Oh, he's all. They, they, he, he, his he got out, but Sister Bear. When we uh, mm-hmm. do the next show or something, let's try to do a collective uh, manifestation. We need to get back okay. into that to try to hopefully okay. see some we'll, kind of change moving forward. We'll, we'll be on tomorrow, so we can do it tomorrow. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Have a good night. Thank you. You too. Bye. All right. Thank you, family. Uh, better love. Join us again tomorrow night same t- at nine eight nine o'clock. P.M. Eastern Standard Time. Peace and love. Here's three great reasons to get the new Samsung Galaxy S21 5G at T-Mobile. One, it's free for both current and new customers when you trade in an eligible device. Two, T-Mobile's the leader in 5G coverage. So three, you can unleash 5G speeds in more places with your new phone. Get the new Galaxy S21 free at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G coverage. Phone via 24 monthly bill credits plus tax. If you cancel credit, stop and balance on required finance agreement may be due. Contact us. Qualifying credit and consumer plan required. See details at T-Mobile.com. University of Maryland Global Campus has been serving the military in Maryland and around the world for more than 70 years and online for over 20 years. 
UMGC offers more than 90 programs and specializations in career-relevant fields, transfer credits, no-cost digital materials replacing most textbooks, and scholarships for those who qualify. Speak with our dedicated military and veteran advisors who can help you find the right degree for your career path. Visit umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.